everybody, and welcome to Then and Now, a nerd podcast talking about nerd things. My name is Robert Foley. I'm Robert Foley. What? That's not right. No. I'm Danny Mullins. There you go. Once no. again, I didn't think of a prefix for myself. And what you said sounded good. I was like, nah, that's probably right. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I say it, it normally is. We are Robert Foley. <laughs> I've been assimilated. We are the children of the corn. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, can I be Malachi? <laughs> Uh, today we have a very special episode for you, uh, boys and girls of all ages. It's where we do the podcast normally, but we're naked. Yep. Down to our skivvies. Skivvies. I didn't think that you'd be this small. Really? Yeah. Oh, just, I... Just I coming, had, honestly. Yeah. It's cold in this room? It, no, it's Actually, really, really hot. hot. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. So I have no excuse yeah. for my shrunken manhood. <laughs> for your micro penis. <laughs> take it that far, man. <laughs> Your average shrinkage. All the time. Um, but Danny, do you want to uh, tell the nice people at home what we're talking about well, today? today we're going to talk about a man. Any you know man? Uh, no, not, not just any man. Yeah, this man, let's just say he can do anything that a spider can. You know? oh, really? Can yeah. he pick up thieves just like flies? Yeah, 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 yeah. He can also... Uh, Spin a web? Any size? Wow, wow. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, today we're here to talk about... The Spider-Man. Yep, with radioactive spider blood. They were all great times. Th- this is <laughs> an episode that we've been looking forward to doing since day one of the podcast. Like, when we were just in the planning processes of this entire show. When we were sitting in a corner talking into my cell phone? No, when no before that, when we were outside writing ideas onto a little notepad. Oh, of, so an hour and a half before we were sitting in the corner <laughs> recording on my cell phone. Yes. Hey, we've upgraded. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is the one that we were like, this is one we got to do, but we have to make it a two-parter. So We had to have an excuse to do it. We can't just do it all willy-nilly. We don't, we don't want to blow our load too quick. No. Yeah, so this episode we're going to be talking mostly then. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little bit of and. Yeah, some video games. I can talk about some video games. Uh, but the next episode, uh, we've got something special planned. Danny and I are going to go see the Civil War movie, and we're going to record that right afterward. So you're going to hear us fresh in the now. Yeah. Like, as now as you can possibly get now. Yes. So A week late, because we record a week early. No, because that will come out the week of. Oh, will it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's why we planned it this way. I ain't planned shit. Okay, that's why I planned it this way. There you go. <laughs> So, uh, let's g- jump right into it. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the history, how did you get into Spider-Man, Danny? Uh, honestly, I think it might have been the cartoon. The 90s cartoon yeah. with the radioactive like spider blood. blood? Yeah. Uh, which, if you watch it now, the, uh, the animation is, like, stilted. A little bit. Like, it almost looks like a bunch of freeze frame frames, like a bunch of GIFs pasted together. Like, it's just, it's stuttering. Okay, I, I understand what you're saying. It yeah. throws me off. Like, the storylines were fine. I always got into those. There's a good Daredevil crossover. You know, they had um, a bunch of crossovers with the X-Men. Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, Talk about better Punisher. theme songs, though, man. The X-Men. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I remember watching it and then going up and picking up comic books. So I'd say that's probably how I got into it, because technically I got started on DC. Yeah, Spider-Man's my favorite superhero. Well, we both talked about He's that. also the one I found on my own. He's the first superhero I found on my own. Same here. Yeah, like my brother had his stash of DC comics hidden in a box underneath his bed like it was fucking porn. <laughs> Which he probably jerked off to. It, I, that man has an awkward obsession with Superman. Yeah. But uh that and Mariah Carey 
uh, stand up. Yeah, stand we found up. that out, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Ugh, disgusting. <laughs> I, when I was young, I saw that stand up of Mariah Carey. I was like, why is that there? I don't get it. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, for, for coming. <laughs> All around. But, uh, yeah, and I'd sneak out there. He'd bring out that box and we'd leave through it. Like, his, he had five copies of The Death of Superman because everybody thought that comic would be worth money. I had that as well. So they all had, everybody bought several copies. So there's so many that it's worth about 50 cents now. Yeah. Um, so I got into those and stuff, reading them. And uh, then eventually I was just watching cartoons and I saw a man in red and blue spandex swinging from webs, which is kind of weird because I hate the fuck out of spiders. Kind of scared of them. But you put one on your chest and you have cool powers, I'm there. <laughs> and I watched it and like a week later, or a couple weeks later after I watched a couple episodes, like a story arc, just fell in love with it, got hooked, and then I went out and started buying toys and comic books, anything I could find with a spider emblem on it, and it's been love ever since. Man. Yeah, so it's safe to say that you have a genuine love of the characters. Yeah, I, I named my son after spider Yes. My son's name is Parker. I tried to go full-blown Peter Parker, and my wife shot me down. <laughs> but really, I was just hoping to get one of the names. She's like, well, I kind of like the name Parker. I was like, I fucking win! <laughs> uh, how, what about you? How'd you get into it? Um, one, I very much the same. Uh, the cartoon, the 90s yeah. cartoon. It, you know, Saturday morning cartoons was my was my deal. Oh, yes. I, I would watch that. I would watch the X-Men, and then I would watch Looney Tunes. Uh, I remember watching the Animaniacs. Animaniacs uh, was, on was on WB, yes. Yeah, but that's a thing of the past now, isn't it? Saturday morning cartoons are those around anymore? Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not uh, live in the mornings anymore. They they are still <laughs> around. None of them are good. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they, they no longer do well, uh, Looney Tunes. Really? Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, they still do Saturday morning cartoons, but the superhero cartoons now you have to be on either Cartoon Network or Disney. Nickelodeon, some right. Well, they're more like Ninja Turtles and Avatar, uh, right? Yeah, it's they, not your traditional superhero, I suppose. Right, but uh, Disney has a lot of... Well, because they own Marvel now, they have the Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon, the new Spider-Man cartoon. Avengers. Avengers. You know, that's all on Disney. Okay. Um, I watched a couple episodes of the uh, Ultimate Spider-Man and cartoon. WB owns DC, mm-hmm. um, so that shows up either on the WB channel, right. wherever that is still around... Or, I have no idea. or on Cartoon Network. Yeah, it used, used to be. <laughs> I think so. I remember going to Channel 4 first, and then working my way around during shows I didn't like. I think like, it's changed I... to the CW now. Is, it, is that what it is? I think that's what So it now it's all shows about shirtless, hot, attractive men for teenage girls? I don't know. I don't watch That's what they did with my childhood? <laughs> yeah. What do you think Arrow is, man? It's abs. I don't. I don't watch Arrow. Oh. I watch Flash now. You bastard. Hey, technically, you watch more of the Flash than I have, so yeah. you surpassed me on that one. Uh, no, I watched like the first four episodes of Arrow. Not to get too uh, off topic, and couldn't get into it at all. And I love Oliver Queen, the character in the comics, and everything. A lot of uh, he was just all the shit he's persevered through and stuff to become at what was originally a mediocre superhero. Yeah, uh, to the point where he could hang with the Justice League, right? Know, which involves Superman, the height of superheroes. Period. Really. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just something about seeing, if you think about it, like, being introduced into DC, you have gods, and you have men in capes flying around, you know, doing anything that they can. Well, the the best representation of that in The Flash, um, when they're in the Central City Police Station, um, they have this one shot, and it's an amazing shot, where you see all of the Greek gods. Yeah. 
um, on this like golden plaque. And when they zoom up to it, you realize that what it's actually depicting is the Justice League. You right. have Mercury, which is the Flash, mm. Hera, which is uh, Wonder Woman, Zeus, which is Superman, uh, Superman and Poseidon, which is quite Good obviously Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah. I was actually going to say Matter Eater Lad, but... <laughs> Black Manta, someone, who cares? Um, but then seeing as he's the first super... Spider-Man would be the first superhero I saw that could not fly, wasn't wearing a cape. Right. Couldn't, you know, shoot lasers out of his eyeballs or fly into space. And, and wasn't rich. cosmic powers. Was not rich. Uh... And I, I suppose in the cartoons, he wasn't, like, young, young Peter Parker. Uh, he was late teens, early 20s. Right. Not, like, 15, 14-year-old. Well, that's because the, at that point in the comics, he was late right. teens, early 20s. Okay. He had gotten... He was at least in college at that point. Mm-hmm. In the comics, when those cartoons came out. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I think I've discussed it before on here, but do you know how to uh, age comic books in the Marvel Universe? Do you know the... the... It's like... You told me. I don't remember what it was. For every four years in our world equals one year in... I was going to say seven, but that's dog years, and that's not quite the same thing. (laughs) No. Um, Same concept. I don't think... Well, kind of, yeah. But yeah, so every four years of us is one year for them. Right. Um, Which is why the characters age so slowly. Okay. And that's that's the best way to to do it. So with him starting as a 16-year-old, getting bit on the hand by a radioactive spider, it took that long for him to get to his 20s. Right, right. And it's weird, because you, I, I mean, we've seen damn near every age of Peter Parker, even old man Peter Parker in Spider-Man Reign, so honestly, yeah. if they would have kept it linear and just went from, like, just aged him with us, almost same results. Yeah. Eventually. Uh, but you want to dig into a little bit of the origins yeah, of the let, Spider-Man? let's go ahead. So, um, the origin of spider-man uh wait are you talking about like how he got his powers no everybody and their mother knows how yeah spider-man got his powers i i i meant like first appearances which was an amazing fantasy number 15 15 yeah yeah uh, which i almost had a chance to get at one point really yeah i saw an auction online the person... and then you remember that you weren't scrooge mcduck <laughs> well no the person didn't realize exactly what they had really yeah I think it was just a little old lady that someone had helped him set up an auction and it wasn't getting the traction and it was only going to cost $200 for an Amazing Fantasy number 15 signed by the man. Really? Yes. Really? And by the man you mean Tobey Maguire? No, Stan the Man Lee. Oh, so not quite as valuable as it could be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> From what I hear uh, anymore, Stan Lee autographs don't add much value because he's always everywhere and his autograph is kind of flooding the market. But just to have have a piece yeah. of this, every, every, I would have framed it. Every framed it. yeah yeah every collector should have some sort of Stanley autograph in their collection. Like you can get them on eBay for fairly cheap if you just pick up a random comic book. Yeah, um, but that comic, um, the first appearance of Spider Man ever, mm-hmm. uh, the main bad guy is a person called the Chameleon. Yes, um, uh, which, just a master of disguise, pretty much. Yeah, uh, but when he's not wearing a disguise, he doesn't have a face. Yeah, <laughs> you know because. Reasons? Uh, it, you know... Old, like chameleons in the real, in real life. Yeah. They have no face. Um, old comics were interest are, are interesting to read. I was going to say pipe dreams. Or acid? Just like they did a bunch of acid? Oh, uh, well, I... Yeah. Just like, I mean, looking at a spider while you're tripping balls, you're like, dude, what if that spider was a fucking dude, dude? <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> um, and boom, Spider-Man was born. But... 
Yeah, so... Do you know how Stanley supposedly came up with the idea? No. Um, sitting at, he was sitting at his desk, and this is from him himself. Okay. But, you know, there's arguments about how much um, the other people came up with. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, he was sitting at his desk trying to come up with ideas and stuff, and a fly flew by him and landed on the, uh, the uh, window seal. Mm-hmm. And he saw it kind of laying flat and then slowly climb up, climb up, climb up. He's like, what if I make fly man? That'd be cool. Like a guy that can fly, stick to walls and stuff. And then he's like, oh, wait, that sounds dumb. Yeah. What if that fly couldn't fly? And he's like, well, it's a bug that doesn't fly. There's an ant, we have an ant man that doesn't work. There's that. Did they have Spiders an ant man back can then? crawl. Huh? Was ant man around back then? I believe so. Ant man showed up in the Avengers. But, or maybe he goes be like, "Well, Ant Man sounds dumb. I'll never use that." And yeah. Then like, hey, what about Ant Man? He's like, "That's fucking great, Excelsior!" Because <laughs> I don't think Ant Man was. I think, he might not have been. I'm I think Spider Man was the too. first buggish superhero. I don't know. Uh, Banter for a minute. And I'll look it up because I'm uh, curious. All right. Well, um, after the Amazing Fantasy number fifteen, the next appearance of Spider Man was in Spider Man number one, mm-hmm. which was the first crossover of Spider Man and the Fantastic Four. Right. Yeah, like, I have a reprint. I mean, of they the didn't comic. go like, "Hey, let's give him his own comic and just keep it his own for a little while." They went, "Fuck it, no, let's make a universe out of this shit and look at what's come out of it." Um, know, it's really fucked up. What's I that? haven't found out what year he came came out. Oh, nineteen sixty two was when uh, Ant Man, but his first comic goes for ten grand now. Yeah, in mint. Yeah, why? Because of Paul Rudd. Well, come on, wouldn't you? No. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, so uh, what did I say? Sixty January of nineteen sixty two. So, let's uh, replace Ant-Man's name in the Google bar with Spider... Oh, Spider-Man definitely came out sooner. And... Yeah, I think you're right. It was 50s, wasn't it? No, 62. So, yeah. Spider-Man just predated by six years. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so... But yeah, he's like, well, fires are kind of dumb. What's something a little more threatening and a little more... uh, Not lame. Right. So he kind of all does his powers, and then, you know, after he started thinking about a spider, he's like, let's give him, like, eight fucking legs, right? He's like, no, wait, that's also dumb. Yeah. Uh, spider webs could work. What if he shoots him out of his ass? No, ass doesn't work. <laughs> let's go wrist, because I guess that's the next logical step. I don't know. I don't do that much acid. But, uh, yeah, that's how he came up with it. I've heard him say that in a couple of interviews, man. Huh. That's really interesting. Fly was the genesis of uh, our beloved Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, Amazing Spider-Man... Uh... Number one, which came out in '63, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think only a couple months after uh, Amazing Fantasy number fifteen. It went long. It was one of the quickest times that somebody went from first appearance to their own standalone comic. Book. Right. Uh, they that, knew they had something good. Yeah, know? that was the first crossover, like I said, with Fantastic Four. Right. Um, which kind of becomes a thing over uh, Spider-Man throughout the years, as he's constantly teaming up with Fantastic. Even Four. fairly recently, with the um, we had the white costume. Right, the uh, uh, has a specific name. Yeah, you're right. It starts with no. 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 <laughs> no. 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 Uh, anyway, Future Foundation. Is that it? Pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. It's still FF. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I didn't use my Google machine. Um, and the Fantastic Four is no longer in the uh in the universe. Right. Because of the events that have recently mm. happened over this last year. Are you talking about the movie? No. <laughs> Well, that's yes or no. Because the movie sucked. I'm pretty sure that's why Some of Marvel it didn't, wrote they wrote them, them out. out because of, uh, yeah, they don't have the rest of the but movies. They they gave, they put them, they took them out of the universe in a good way. They did it right. Oh, really? Uh, the only person that I... He, he, they just had, they 
didn't just have Deadpool kill them, because that's kind of their <laughs> way to get rid of people. No, um, Reed Richards is now a god. Really? Yeah. The god of plastic or rubber bands? No, like the god of creation. Okay. Um, well, because they got rid of all of their universes. Yeah. And Doom uh, had the power of a god. You for... didn't say it right. Uh, I'm not calling him by his full no, 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 moniker. Like, Doom! Okay. More enthusiasm, please. Uh, I, I apologize to the listeners for uh, now being deaf. Doom! Uh, yeah, I guess you can't restrain it and still say it in the same fashion. Yeah. It's not about volume, it's about enthusiasm. Uh, <laughs> he had the power of a god for a little bit and was playing god um, during the big event that ended all of the mm. all of the universes. And Reed Richards shows up and realizes that things are kind of going to shit. Shit's fucked up, is what you're saying. Shit, shit's fucked up. Yeah. Um, finds out how he got his powers and goes and confronts, uh, confronts him in front of the guy that's giving him his powers and they get into a fight and he's like, say, say what, uh, you believe. And he's like, I think that I could be a better God than you. And Doom agrees and then realizes what he did. Hmm. And the guy who gave Doom the powers of a God goes... All right. I mean, and, if we're all in agreement, hell yeah. Yeah, and gives them to Reed Richards. Take it, stretchy man. He creates the universe that we're now reading. Okay. Um, and Reed Richards and his son and daughter and Sue, like Reed Richards' uh, son comes up with the idea because his thing is all imagination. Mm-hmm. Uh, tells his father, his father creates a universe out of it and throws it into existence. Okay. Yeah, I so recently came sure into... He doesn't get head trippy. Yeah. Because that's what she does. Right. Um, but I think Ben Grimm and Johnny Storm are still in the universe, but they're the only two from the team. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I mean if you're going to write out a character as classic as the Fantastic Four... Marvel's they, first family. You gotta they did it the right. Props, yeah. They did it right. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man teamed up with them time and time and time again, becoming mem- a member of the Fantastic Four multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, everybody has, but uh, he kind of... Yeah, I think he's probably done the most. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, alright, so, yeah, the the first appearance is where he faces the chameleon. I can't remember the villain in the second one. Is it the chameleon again? Um... I he they think that he's a bad guy. Oh yeah 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 okay yeah I have read it like I said I have a reprint but it's been a long time yeah they think it's that not good he's the bad guy in that one mm-hmm. and by the end of it they're like oh let's be friends that's where we get the uh, class it's not from that comic but his uh, forays with the Fantastic Four is where we get uh, Paper Bag Man yes which is Spider Man in a Fantastic Four jumpsuit with a paper bag on his head with eye holes cut out of it. <laughs> yeah. I remember playing a Spider-Man game for the PlayStation, the original PlayStation, and that was an alternate costume you could unlock. It was hard as shit to get. <laughs> like, I, I put so many hours into getting Peter Parker with a paper bag over his fucking head. <laughs> Did you feel dumb afterward? Yes. I still feel dumb about it. Like, why? Um, but then I got Cosmic Spider-Man, and that made things a little bit better. Let, let's know? let's not forget to talk about one of Peter Parker's longest-holding rivalries, J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson, who owns the Daily Bugle, mm-hmm. um, a, a, a big enthusiast or a big enthusiast in yelling or screaming the name just Parker over and over again. Uh, and I need pictures of Spider Man. Yes, <laughs> uh, 
possibly the creator, don't quote me on this, of the broom handle mustache. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if he created it, but he rocks it damn well. Oh, yeah, to this day. Oh, yeah. I I, I, I could not imagine that character without that mustache. Yeah, cleavage. With cleavage? Right? <laughs> mustache hair is falling into his boobies. Ugh. Ugh. Um, but, I have the weirdest boner right now. You know, um, here's something interesting. In uh, Spider-Man number 10, mm-hmm. he actually admits to himself why he doesn't like Spider-Man, why he's against Spider-Man the entire time. The only time that I can think that he's actually done that, it's because, and like I said, he only admits it to himself, Spider-Man is everything that he can't be. Yeah. I in mean, in his words. Deep down, J. Jonah Jameson's kind of just like a broken old man. He's yeah. always fucking cranky. And this is this youthful, joking superhero, man. Yeah. Young, well, vibrant, full of life. You know, quippy as fuck. He he saved J. Jonah Jameson's son. Yeah. Um, when a rocket was about to explode with him in it, mm. you know, Spider Man saved his son, and he, you know, he, yeah, his son's an astronaut. Yeah. He wanted. He wants to be a hero in his son's eye. Well, this actual hero just saved his life. Yeah. 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 Pretty crazy. Uh, well done. I like. Oh, I love JJJ. He's fantastic. He's a, he's just a good foil to Spider Man. He's uh, yeah. They take it sometimes a little too far when he's actually the main villain with like the fucking spider bots and shit. Yeah, I don't like that so much. But just like as a normal, just foil to Peter Parker himself. You know, like I said, exact opposites. Uh, I I like it a lot. And, and his relationship with Peter Parker is actually kind of genuine. Um, when uh during the Civil War uh series that came out in two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. When that came out and Peter Parker unmasked himself, um, he is sitting there talking. He's like, no, you don't understand. I trusted this kid. I may have given him a hard time, but that's because I saw a lot of myself in him. I treated him like he was my son. Which means he just treats his son like shit. <laughs> yeah. Technically. Well, I, I looked at him like he was my son. Right. And, and, like, for Peter Parker to unmask like that, it was a great betrayal to him. And in that series, he actually ends up suing Peter Parker because of it. Really? Yeah. I, I don't recall that part. Yeah, he, he sues him for... The most egotistical man in damn near comic book history, man. Yeah. Beyond maybe his other greatest rival, uh, the Green Goblin. Yeah, yeah. Which I still contest. Probably couldn't take Rick Flair in this fight, but it's whatever. Uh, not only... Well, you're right. There would be no contest, because Ric Flair would just yeah, die I've after I've heard it all punch. fucking week via emails from a listener. All right? <laughs> My arch nemesis, Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Dick. <laughs> I got him a little bit, though, man. Oh, how did yeah, you do that? Well, I, I, last episode I said I was going to send him a gif of, of wrestling every day for an entire week. And uh, I, I did it the first four days, and then I got sidetracked with work and shit. Yeah. kind of forgot about it. But the last email I sent him was like, you know what? Wrestling is just meant to be fun. And, you know, while it is an art, that's right, art... You know, it's just meant to have fun, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I get the last email I got back from him, I haven't responded to it yet. He's like, Art! Fucking Art! You're insulting my intelligence! Like, ah, oh, dude. And I remember, like, I, I, just, I sent the email where I was like, Art. And I text you immediately. I was like, dude, I said it was Art. Doesn't matter if I believe it or not. It's gonna get him going. <laughs> I was fucking right, dude. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, Green Goblin. Uh, Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kind of the anti-Batman. In a sense, yeah. Yeah, billionaire. Billionaire, philanthropist. Playboy. <laughs> Are we still doing the Tony Stark thing now? Uh, I wasn't going to do that because he... You, You're like, you one never, word away from it. You, we you, might never as well. see, you never see him with a lot of women on his arm. True. 
Um, but you do see him wearing full-blown Iron Man armor. So Yes. <laughs> I mean, the Iron Patriot. Yeah. Can't forget that, which is also just another fantastic turn on the character. Um, Character's we're... very strong. I really like the Green Goblin. Like, yeah, we're, you know, what's in the box? I got Ric Flair, you got Green Goblin. Yeah. I'm going to argue because I want to win. Uh, he's one of my f- probably top three oh, yeah. comic book villains of all time. Oh, yeah. Well, he is literally insane. He has dual personality. Mm-hmm. And one of the best showings of that was when they were showing his son uh, during the infamous uh, comic co- uh, comic book code breaking comics of Spider-Man, mm. where Harry Osborn, his son, is addicted to drugs and, Bad, yeah. and popping uh, an unnamed pill. Right. Um, and he, he starts ODing, and he, he does this a couple times. It's probably that damn marijuana I've heard of. It's <laughs> yeah, a pill you take, pop, right? Popping the pill marijuana. Ah, uh, dirty hippie fuck. <laughs> um, but one of the best showings of the Green Goblin's dual personality is him trying to kill Spider-Man. Spider-Man going and grabbing Harry, and, like, that still not stopping Green Goblin. And so uh, what he does is he gets dressed as Spider-Man, starts fighting him, jumps on Green Goblin's back and forces him to just sit there and stare at his son. And he goes, what what are you doing? Why are you like that, my boy? And the Green Goblin, through the mask, just starts crying. He's like, talk to me, my boy. How can I help? How can I help you, my son? Oh, it's heartbreaking. It's like, don't make me feel feeling Spider-Man. No, my one weakness. <laughs> yeah. The feels. Yeah. And glider blades. <laughs> yes. Um, so, like, done very, very well. Yeah, the imagery. I mean, if you think about, hey, I'm going to wear a green spandex, pointy ears, an elf hat. Yeah. I'm going to throw pumpkins that explode at people and go around on a shiny glider. That has blades. I'm going to paint purple. Yeah. Like, that sounds fucking stupid. But, it works. Yeah. It really works. Like, works. there's a. I have a Green Goblin action figure sitting right above my desk. Like, I love the guy. He's right next to my Iron Patriot action figure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the imagery works, and he just the mask uh, looks evil. Yeah. And it's but he's it's like it's almost always grinning, kind of like so, with so the Joker, when, you know? Yeah. So when you see him just like break down and show strong emotion with that mask. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's heartbreaking. Um, but then again, you have the flip side of him where he is deep and nothing's gonna break him, and you get comics that the death of Gwen Stacy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's a tough one. They they fucked it up in later years, bad because it turns out that uh, Gwen Stacy was fucking Harry Osborn and was pregnant with this kid, and he didn't want Peter Parker to find out, and blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, it's awful. But the original comic was sad because there for a while, and it's the first time you see Spider-Man go postal. Yes, or damn close. Like he, uh, okay, like Sp- Spider-Man a is a flawed character. He is yeah. he is a victim to his emotions. He's a kid. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, they're fighting on a bridge. Uh, Green Goblin throws a pumpkin bomb. It blows Gwen Stacy off the bridge. Spider-Man catches him with his web. Or catches, uh, catches her, her foot. Web. Yeah. And when he stops her, it snaps her neck. Yeah, it's supposedly. so it's so sudden that it snaps her neck. Right. You find out later on that the think, explosion actually killed her. Yeah, he thinks that he saved her, right. and it's not until he pulls her up and he sees that she's her, just ragdoll. Yeah, it's, just, uh, it's heartbreaking, and he just sits there and cries. Green Goblin flies off, and at the point, like while he's mourning, he takes the time, like he did this. Green Goblin did this. I'm going to kill him. I have to kill him. Yeah. And so he goes out on like a fucking mission. Like he goes to hunt the Green Goblin. And he has him. 
He has him. He very easily could. Yeah, he breaks into Oscorp. Yeah. During a... uh, uh, a com- like a conference I meeting. I talking about this. Yeah, during um, a conference meeting, goes in and just starts beating the shit out of Norman, Norman Osborn. Not the Green Goblin. He Not beats the, the fuck out of Norman Osborn. It was yeah. amazing, dude. Uh, it's kind of like, I think we talked about the Back in Black storyline on a previous episode, right? Maybe Civil War or something? I, I think so. But where he goes up to Fisk. And grabs him by the fat. <laughs> his neck rolls. He grabs him by a couple neck rolls. Yeah. And puts his web slinger right there. He's like, if if Aunt May dies, I'm going to pull this trigger, and every cavity will fill with webbing, and you will suffocate, and I'll watch. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, there's... That's the only two times I can really think of Spider-Man. Be like, I'll do it. Let, I'll fucking do it. And then, of course, he doesn't. Well, yeah, but the chance of him doing it is always there. And just seeing him go postal like that, just to even get to the limit of contemplating it, it's yeah. very powerful, because once again, it's a kid. Yeah. Um... But, you know, I, I, I mentioned it kind of offhandedly. How much do you know about the comic book code uh, episode that happened with Marvel? Uh, yeah, I know what the comics code is. It was like no drugs, no drinking, no sex, uh, certain verbiage taken out. Um, they're just putting kind of a wrap on it so people aren't picking up a comic book with Spider-Man on the cover and flipping it open to hardcore drawn porn. Right. Uh, kind of a decent idea, but it was a little too strict, I think. Well, so did Stan Lee. Right. Uh, because when he, like, the, it was an issue that needed to be talked about, the, the drug epidemic that was going on, and he was using Harry Osborn to do that. Right. Um, and the the biggest thing that they wanted taken out was uh, a shot of him um, where you don't actually see the drugs that are going on, but he is in, like, an, a euphoric pose with different drugs behind him. Yeah, on, actually, there's on, like, a syringe and stuff in there. The, the a syringe was a big... Uh, big no-no. Right. For them, I remember and, that. And they were like, we, you cannot do this. You cannot release this. Uh, it goes against comic code. And he goes, oh, you know what? Fuck your code. Yeah, and released it anyway. stop me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and released it anyway. Yeah. And it, like, it's infamous because he, that's one thing of somebody fought the man. It's a good thing that he, he was right about it being yes. a good story. Could you imagine if he calls all that and it was a shit story? Yeah. Like, no, I just want everybody to see Harry Osborn fuck a kitten. <laughs> right? And they're like, no, because it gets the code. It's like, no, but it helps the character, and I want everybody to watch him fuck a kitten. You know, we want to we want to talk about this important issue uh, of fucking. the kitten fucking epidemic. Right. God. <laughs> they're all like, what are you on? He's like, I don't know, a bunch of shit. It's the 60s, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it panned out well. Uh, he is a... Spider-Man has some decent villains. Like, I always, I've always liked Doc Ock. Uh, Doc Ock was a very interesting one. Good um, Otto Octavius, like he wasn't born to be fused with metal arms to make him look like an octopus. Right. Yeah. Um. The shocker. <laughs> what? The shocker. The shocker. Uh, okay, he. Spider-Man's rogue gallery is very spread because you have awesome fucking villains, and then you have the shocker. The shocker. <laughs> I know it's kind of weak. Honestly. The Huntsman. No, 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 no. You're a fan of the Huntsman. Wait, are you talking about... the wait, 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 I'm thinking of, um... Fuck, the, what's his name? The guy that wears all the furs and, like, well, is part of... Yeah, what on occasion, what's his real name? Craven? Craven? Craven! Craven the Hunter! Yeah, Kraven actually, the like, Hunter. Craven the Hunter, there is a, um... Or Craven the Huntsman. Web of... It's a Huntsman. A, yeah, Web of Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. There's an infamous storyline where he sits out to hunt Spider-Man and he thinks he's killed him and actually buries him. So he puts on the black costume and he's Spider-Man for a while. And at the very end, Spider-Man comes back and beats him. So how does he react? Like, this is my ultimate plan. I can't succeed. If this plan doesn't work, I cannot succeed. Right. So he fucking kills himself. Yeah. So, yeah. No, because of that storyline alone, 
Uh, I respect the character. Yeah, he looks dumb as shit. <laughs> he looks like Freddie Mercury. If, if Freddie Mercury did a lot of steroids, steroids, <laughs> and was raised by wolves, kind of like Mowgli from the Jungle Book, but with steroids. Instead of singing Bare Necessities, he was just shooting up steroids <laughs> or chewing them. I don't know how you do steroids. <laughs> I think it's that those it's syringes. Right? It's those syringes. Oh, you don't <laughs> shove it up your ass. No. Oh, well, okay. you can. That's for the extreme cases. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's your Hulk Hogan type. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's the only way to go, brother. Up to you Anyway, uh, you know, his rogue gallery is very spread. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the Vulture, for instance? Because he's going to be in Spider-Man's next end movie. He may be. It's still in rumor. No, they've already cast him. You sure? Yeah, it's um, uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is playing the Vulture in the in the first standalone Spider-Man movie. I, I saw that. That was just homecoming. Is what nothing, they're calling it right now. Official. From what I've heard, it's official that Spider-Man: Homecoming Vulture is going to be the character, and Batman's playing him. <laughs> well, I, th- I think that it's if they go that route, it, it is interesting because you it have be this young, exuberant Michael Keaton. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man. They should just made a Beetlejuice, you know. Versus an old man. Yeah. Like that's that's with, what with the wings. Vulture is. It's an old man with yeah. wings. I my only hope is that they don't go the Avengers movies uh, route of. Like with Falcon, where it's like a metal suit, it works in that because he's military. Right. Uh, I want these to look like more like bird wings because he's <laughs> he's a fucking bird. Yeah. Um, he's got some decent storylines with the Sinister Six. Oh yeah, the Sinister Six always has decent storylines because even though like you know that it's a joke to them at this point, like hey, let's grab the six worst. Uh, you know who I haven't seen in a while? Mysterio. Yeah. Let's make Mysterio the leader. The fishbowl head? Yes. Yeah, the one that's just a shitty magician that robs banks every once in a while? Perfect. Let's put him in the Sinister Six. So, yeah, they've always been kind of a joke. Yeah, they'll get Doc Ock every once in a while, and he's like the mastermind, but at the yeah. end of the day, they just bicker and get the fuck beat out of him. Yeah, well... But think they, about the... like. Let's go to the opposite polars, because there's two uh, villains I really want to talk about. Uh... Venom, we should probably talk about You're wearing a Venom t-shirt right now. Yes, I am. We should probably talk about him, because he is one of the most famous villains that Spider-Man's ever faced, because he is literally meant to be just a dark Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, the Venom symbiote, uh, which, do you know what they were originally called? No. Uh, Clintar. Sounds kind of racist. K-L-Y-N-T-A-R. Right? Somehow? Yeah. Vaguely racist? Uh, the, 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 um, reading the uh, the wiki right now, uh, the symbiotes are a fictional race of amp amorphous extraterrestrial parasites which appear in Marvel Comics' shared universe. The symbiotes envelop their hosts like costumes, creating a symbiotic bond through which the host's mind can be influenced. Uh, the first appearance was in The Amazing Spider-Man number 252, uh, The Spectacular Spider-Man number 90, and Marvel Team-Up 141. Uh, that was where Peter Parker got the symbiote suit, correct? Because yes. Venom appeared in 300, right? Uh, yes. This That's is a big thing. This is uh, all... Uh, when Peter Parker got it, mm-hmm. um, which happened right after the original Secret Wars, right? Yeah, he found it in he found it in the Secret Wars, put it on afterwards because or no during because there's that famous cover of one of the last issues of Secret Wars where he's standing it like looking at his own hands like oh, yeah what the fuck are fingers bro yeah because of all the acid yes you know sixties and steroids <laughs> everything Spider Man is sixties <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty much it but uh, yeah he ended up becoming huge you know Eddie Brock uh, just. Feels like Spider-Man's ruined his life, so, like, prays to God in a church to kill Spider-Man. And, like, from the heavens, this black goose covers him and gives him exactly, you know, the ability to do what he wants done. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Which, he has taken a very interesting character arc, because he's now a good guy. 
Eddie Brock is? Eddie Brock is with the uh with the Venom suit. No. Or no no no. That's Flash He's, Thompson. That's Flash Thompson. But Eddie Brock is still Eddie a Brock's big guy. Dead. He died of cancer. Not? Yeah. The uh, symbiote uh was keeping him alive, turns out uh he had cancer right when Back in Black was going on. It was a two part series. That's right. That's really right. a really good one. Uh, there's one of Spider Man in the black costume uh spit bent over in his stereotypical Spider Man pose yeah. on Eddie Brock's tombstone. That's he, right. I think he doesn't. I don't think you see him die. He escapes out the window at the end, but he has like days to live. It's a really good story, very good. Hmm. But um, and then of course from that you got Carnage. Yes, Cletus Cassidy. The first time you see him, he's butt ass naked, yep. on a fire, holding a teddy bear after he killed the family. Yeah, pretty dark. And people wonder why there's not a Carnage movie. Yeah, well, that would be interesting. It's because you're gonna have to put balls in it. Here's the thing: if they continue with the new Spider-Man. Uh, how awesome would it be to have not just um not just a venom but a venom carnage duo versus spider-man you, they need to do maximum carnage yeah i would think yes but uh yeah that could be cool because the venom ta- the venom solo movie's back on the table now it's not disney's not gonna have a hand in it and it's, so it's not gonna really tie in with the spider-man movies oh well, that's so they might have, well they, if they do agent venom it could work maybe i don't know you have a guy, you can call him Flash Thompson, they could use that name, have him be in war, get his legs blown off, the government takes him in, gives him the special suit, blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's still Sony that owns all that. Yeah. And the way that, that uh, Sony is doing everything is they're giving Marvel full reign, just they get to well, On Spider-Man on itself. It. Yeah. On Spider-Man itself. So The, Ven- the can... Venom movie's not going to have Disney's involvement. At that point, that could suck. Oh, yeah. it's Sony. I mean, well, their track record's not bad. you got to think of The Amazing Spider-Man 2 and... Amazing Spider-Man 3 and... Amazing Spider-Man 3 didn't come out because Amazing Spider-Man 2 was so bad. <laughs> uh, or uh, uh, Spider-Man 3, sorry. Not Amazing was, Spider-Man. Spider-Man 3 was still Sony. With Venom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It turns out Topher Grace isn't a great uh, villain. I don't, uh, I don't know what happened there. but uh, uh, They had so many good things that they could have done and I think that they just tried too much and then made Peter Parker emo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't even like freaking uh, Harry Osborn in it. No, yeah. I didn't like any of it. Uh, but he does have... The here, other... Here's Harry Osborn's thing throughout the original Spider-Man movies that had uh, Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. It's, oh yeah, this guy's my best friend who killed my father. I'm going to be a bad guy now because fuck this guy. Whap in the head. I don't remember anything. I remember it now and fuck you. What? You're my friend? Coming, friend! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. Yeah. yeah. There, we just we just did Harry Osborn's entire storyline through those From three, three movies. movies. That's impressive. <laughs> we turned like nine hours into like ten seconds. Yeah. Um, but uh, Spider-Man 3 does have the other villain that I was wanting to talk about, the Sandman, Flint Marco. Yes. I actually really like Sandman. I do, too. He's he's always the bad... Like, he originally, pretty damn cheesy. Yeah. Like, the typical, like, dumb thug, kind of. They yes. turn into sand. But they, they've they fleshed out his character. Yeah, with, that it, it turns out he has a sick daughter, and he's robbing banks to pay for her surgeries and stuff. Yes. Uh, and he's just... Like, he doesn't want to hurt people. And they really pull it full circle in um, Spider-Man Reign. Yeah. Which where, is their version of Dark Knight Returns. Uh, right. Well, it's, worth a read, don't it's you know. Spider-Man in the future, uh, in the Ultimate Universe. No, it was before Ultimate Universe. No, no, no it's, it's in Marvel Knights. Is it in Marvel Knights? Yeah. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I thought it was Ultimate, but I could be mm-hmm. wrong. Um, but in Marvel Knights, um, Manhattan has been completely cut off to the rest of the world. Martial law you know, yeah. has been taken into effect. They literally put a net of lasers over the city so nothing can go in or out. And Spider-Man's not been seen from in 
what they say, 20 years? Well, he hasn't been seen, and this is a weird part, because he killed Mary Jane with his radioactive semen. Yeah. Gave her the cancers. Gave her cancer. And she because they didn't realize that he was giving her cancer through his radiation. All that semen. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I don't like that aspect. She could have just got hit by a car or something. Uh, you know? It didn't have to be the jizz. But him giving her the cancer made it stronger later in the story. Yeah, I guess. But, like, accidentally, like, and the way they blood in your face or something. The, the way they do that is amazing. Uh, not the whole giving her cancer, but the whole... Him talking to Mary Jane throughout the entire thing. You see the back of her head. Yeah, well, you, her like, hair is always covering her face. Yeah, kind of like the chick from the ring suit. You know something's up? Yeah, and so he comes home and he's like, Hey, sorry I'm late. Uh, things are going to be a little tough for a while. I got fired from my job today. And then he's sitting there looking at her and she doesn't say anything. And he's like, Will you just say something? And then immediately starts crying and apologizes to her. And she doesn't say anything. And then later on, uh, she starts making love to him and he wakes up and realizes that there's a riot going on outside and like all of this stuff. And she is at the epicenter of it all. She's the reason that he quit being Spider-Man. And you find out that he buried, like he starts wearing his black mask again. In his his boxers. In in his black suit for a little bit. Yeah, at the beginning, yeah. uh, At the beginning. And then uh, Dr. Octopus's corpse, which has been programmed that if he ever shows up again to find him. Which I kind of like that. Like the Yeah, he goes, Doc you Ock are at my the brother. end pretty much was controlled by, by his arms. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't mind them actually just dragging around his carcass and just keep on going anyways. Right. Put but, a couple of voice chips in there with some recorded messages. For some reason, it worked. Yeah. And he drags him there and he's like, you are my brother. And for, for this, I, I programmed the arms that if you were to ever show up, I would do you the ultimate justice. I'm bringing you back to life. By digging up your dead wife's corpse. Because you find <laughs> out that because he gave her cancer and that's what killed her, he ended up... Like uh, burying his costume with her. Burying his costume because he wasn't with her when she died. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah uh, he, he was sitting there at her bedside and heard sirens and jumped out out the window to go help mm-hmm. and what he didn't know is that she actually said go get him tiger he yeah. thought that he just left her when she died yeah. but she was saying no go yeah uh my favorite part of that book bar none because uh, the whole time he's just like he, he sees himself as a failure and like, yeah during the final fight he's taking on pretty much like half of the sinister six this like scorpion electro a bunch of an army of cravens craven uh I don't think the shocker's there. Irrelevant. But, um... Oh, Rhino. Because the Rhino. part I'm talking about is where he takes out Rhino. Yeah. He sees Rhino charging him. And as he's charging him, he sees uh, J. Jonah Jameson yelling at him, mm-hmm. charging him. He sees Uncle Ben yelling, why'd you fail me? Why'd you let me die? Uh, because Mysterio is messing with him as well. Yeah, so it is, it's fought out the Sinister Six, actually. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, it is the Sinister Six. Yeah. That's what I said. Um... And then finally you see, the last one is Mary Jane screaming like, you killed me, you killed me. And, and he's like, punches her. Punches, it shows him, like, it's actually Rhino, but he's just like, no, and punches, what he sees is Mary Jane right in the face because he knows better. He knows that Mysterio's fucking with him. Right. But he's like, I'm done. Like, I've heard it all my life. I'm just done. Well, and well, just knocks out when, when <laughs> fucking he, Rhino. When, when he swings at her, it's not Rhino that he's punching. It's Mysterio. Uh, yeah, because he breaks Cause the mask. He, he breaks the yeah, bulb. The bulb. And, <laughs> Sorry. And he goes... How could how could you do that? And he goes, I have been a failure all of my life. I have let all these people down all of my life. I don't need to hear it anymore. Yeah. It's I'm just, done. It's just, It works so well. That, <laughs> that part. Because you do see Spider-Man kill 
at the end, which is kind of weird. But it makes sense in that because he is aspect. done. This is his. This is his right out. Yeah, you know, because he's gonna go fight an army of symbiotes. He's not. He's not gonna make. It, yeah, you know? he he knows that he's going to die. And then turns out, save Sandman kind of saves him at the end because he's heartbroken too. Like he well, kind of takes on a surrogate kid. That turns out. Well, no, he doesn't take out a surrogate kid. He's working with the Sinister Six. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and uh, one of the people that is... Uh, J. Jonah Jameson is leading a resistance against the Oh, it leaders. is his kid, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because she can turn to stone. Yeah, they start... Oh, that's like, fucking she, heartbreaking. She, Why'd she you bring run, that up, dude? She runs out to the front, and, and he gives the order to fire, and she turns to stone, and he realizes who she is. And it starts chipping away at her, and she just stands the entire time... And he he realizes he's trying to call off the shot, and he runs over to her, and he's like, "You can't, you can't turn back, you can't turn back because you you're apart, you're falling apart. This yeah. is the only way to keep you alive." And she ends up dying anyway, and that's when he just fucking loses it. And you see him just walk through a hell of bullets and stuff, and just go yeah. through him and stuff. It's really cool imagery, and uh, yeah, he kind of saves it because they put um, bombs inside the Sinister Six, so if they fell, they blow up. Right, and so he ends up taking all the bombs. Yeah. And just blowing himself up to kill the symbiotes at the end. It's, yeah, it's, well it's, done. it's done very well. It's I, written really well. Yeah. Like, there's this fantastic part where uh, it's it's reading, like, the Itsy Bitsy Spider. Yeah. While he's climbing up to fight the Sinister Six and stuff. It just, it works really well. And then, like, when um, Hydro attacks, uh, is when it, it's like, well, down came the rain and watched the spider out. And he gets knocked back down, but comes back up. Right. He's just beating old man. And it, by the time he gets to face-to-face with the first people, he's like... I'm not doing it. And, like, Hydro well, Man shoots water, so he just, like, puts Electro in the way, and they pretty much catch on fire, like, blow up, yeah. like, cancel each other out. And he just fought, throws Scorpion out of a window. Yeah, he's like, nope. Like, I saw that, I was like, well, that might be a little harsh, but... <laughs> if you're gonna go out, go out big, I guess. Yeah. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson in that has a huge part because he shows up just randomly at Peter Parker's door... And he's like, hey, I've got something for you. We need to talk. And he opens up the door and just punches J. Jonah Jameson and square in the mouth. He's the one that brings him his black mask, right? He gives him his yeah. old camera with a note saying, I've always known. Mm-hmm. I found this in your drawer and I've kept it for you ever since. And he opens up the camera and he's like, oh, there's still film in here. That's not film. And he pulls it out and it's his old mask. Yeah. And J. Jonah Jameson is out past curfew to do this yeah. and starts getting razzed by the police, the the martial law police. And they end up, uh, don't, they end up start beating him. Yeah, that's when Peter Parker comes out. And Peter Parker just jumps out his window with his black mask. He's like, I don't even remember putting it on. It's an old man in an arm cast. In an arm cast. A black mask. And boxers. And that's it. Yeah. Maybe socks. I think he, I think socks. he's wearing like one sock, or yeah. maybe possibly both. For some reason, I think he's wearing one sock. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a, it's it's and, an image to see. Yeah, and lightning strike is, strikes behind him. Mm. Uh, it's I like as goofy as the image is, it's badass. I'm pretty sure he beats up all the bad guys and then punches Joe, J. Jonah Jameson again yeah. like on his way out. Like, oh, you still suck. You ruined my life, asshole. Yeah, and <laughs> and now it's going to be even worse because now they know I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, there's video cameras and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's and being... another superhero ends up showing up, a disco-themed <laughs> superhero. I can't remember his name. Me, me neither. Uh, and he ends he up He wears roller killed. skates, yeah. All for playing a boombox, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just being out past curfew. Well, nobody's allowed to wear masks anymore. Oh, that's right. He has a little domino mask on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's V from Vendetta meets Dark Knight Returns meets Spider-Man, but it all works well. And the dialogue's written so well that I just... I still like the book. I don't know yeah. the, the big you know standing on it. I don't know if it's actually loved or hated, but for me it works. I, uh, I, 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 I loved it. Yeah, me too. 
What is your favorite uh, Spider-Man story, Danny? Because we've talked about Blue before on here. Uh, but I don't know if that is your hands-down favorite. I'm trying to think of the name of the arc. Okay. It is where uh, Anti-Venom's introduced. Oh, so it's a newer one. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. I mean, Spider-Man Blue is probably my favorite, honestly. But um, I can't remember what it's called, though. and That's pissing me off. Oh, New Ways to Die. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and I love it mainly for uh, two reasons. Uh, I'm sorry, Eddie Brock becomes anti-venom. There, thank That's what you. happened. Doom fucking duh. Thank uh, you. Because of the cancer. I knew, I knew that, something was weird. You found out yeah, he had a little bit of symbiote left in his uh, bloodstream, and it started mixing with his white blood cells and fighting off the cancer, and uh, so he becomes anti-venom, and he wants to go after Spider-Man to cure him. He thinks that Spider-Man is sick, so he wants to, if he touches him, he'll lose his powers, and that's him healing him. Like, he's, he's out on a mission for good. Right. Or, but it turns out, you know, misled, of course. Right. But there's one part where um, Spider-Man finds out that Anti-Venom is heading to where Aunt May is. Okay. And the last book opens up with him uh, web-slinging across town, and it looks normal at first, and then you see him getting slower, kind of, and then he lands at the building, and he's, like, grabbing his arms. He was web-slinging so fast to get there that, that he, he was dislocating his arm. His arm. Every time he threw it, he dislocated it, kind of pop it back in place. That alone made that... That's one of my favorite standout moments of Spider-Man, period. He's so dedicated, and he loves his anime so much, even though she's died fucking 47 times. Uh, so, <laughs> Exaggeration. You know, 40, 48 is not going to be you know much different. She'll be back next week. Yeah. But uh, just the fact that he's willing to... like He's torturing himself and pushing himself further than he ever has before. Right. Just, uh, you know, just, just there. Well, it's the woman that raised him. Right. You know, when his parents died, May and Ben took him in, mm. uh, and they kept from him why why his parents died, because they didn't believe what the official story was. Right. Plane crash originally, right? So uh, well, they were spies. Yeah, I know, but I thought the only it, excuse he got was, oh, just plane crash. Yeah, yeah it was a plane crash, they were spies, and the official story was that they were actually traitors to the U.S. government. Is that what it was? Yeah. Well, he finds out that that's not true, right. that he had actu- that their parent, his parents had actually infiltrated this bad guy's stuff, and that he had orchestrated everything to make it look like they had betrayed. Okay. I did find out, I mentioned this a little bit before we started recording, uh, I found out about an odd little Spider-Man story that uh, people don't really talk about anymore. I'd never heard of it, honestly. Okay. There's one where uh, it starts out with this kid like running away from an, old, an older guy and running upstairs to his apartment and just crying. And Spider-Man web-slings it up to his window and just kind of opens it up and walks in. And he starts crying and he's like, I know what you just went through. He's like, no you don't. He's like, I do. I think I, I know what one you're talking out, about. Molest- the kid was molested. Spider-Man was a little too late to stop it. You know, I mean, it doesn't show, but you're assuming he caught the guy real quick and then rushed to right. trade out the kid. And uh, the kid's like, yeah, I was. He's like, it happened to me too. You find out that Peter Parker was molested as a kid and just kept a secret all these years. He's, the only person he ever told was this little kid that went through the same thing. That's just so he could relate to Spider-Man on some level. Right. This fucked up little level of, I've been there too, man. Me, the amazing Spider-Man, has been this low before. And then, you know, they kind of dropped it like it never happened. But yeah, technically Peter Parker was molested as a kid. Yeah, which... Sounds weird, and that's probably why they don't say it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as many times as Peter Parker's gone back in the past, you'd think that he'd tell someone, hey, watch out for this guy. Yeah, or he'd just, like, <laughs> or just go beat the fuck out of the guy like, before him. Yeah. Maybe rub his balls a little bit and see how he likes it. <laughs> he might. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it backfired. He just came in my hand. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to commit my first murder real quick. <laughs> 
Um, my favorite storyline is actually something that has happened very recently. Uh, Spider-Verse. Okay. Um, I'm four issues in. I've only had them for... Six months now? been doing the podcast? <laughs> uh, since December. I've had them since about January, I think. But... You know, the events of Spider-Verse really start uh, during Uatu's death. Uatu the Watcher, who has been there. Uh, Uatu, the giant guy, if, the guy with the giant head in a toga, right? Yes. In space? Uh, he, he watches everything. Well, apparently his eyes uh, maintain everything that he has seen. All of the major events that have changed the Marvel Universe. are It's like data that's stored in his eyes. Really? Okay. Yeah. So well, more like cameras that are constantly recording. Kind of. Okay. Uh, and so what happens in that is somebody kills uh, Watu the Watcher and steals his eyes. Yes, you do. And the good guys uh, track one of the eyes down, and this bad guy uh, uses one of the eyes as a memory bomb, essentially. Essentially uh, explodes the memories that pertains to each person out of the eye, and Peter Parker sees that he's not the only person that was bit by his spider on that fateful day. Yeah, that's where Spider-Gwen comes in, correct? Incorrect. That's where Cindy Moon Silk comes in. Silk, sorry, yeah. Yeah, Spider-Gwen yeah. is an alternate universe. Gwen Stacy, no shit. I knew that. I don't know why I said Spider-Gwen. Yeah. I, I really like the look of Spider-Gwen. I don't know that much about her. Uh, she, she's interesting. If you want, I can get you some of the comics. I have them. Okay. You get, you, you know, you get me a couple of them already. I just haven't read them yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a... I'm super interested, like but, I said. But he he finds time. out that there is another person bitten by the same spider as him. She is faster than him, but he's stronger. Her... Is it Gwen Stacy? No. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I went back to that well. It was so funny the first time. Uh, um, she actually has natural webs where he has to build his web shooter. Is he back to web shooters in the comic? Oh, yeah. They, they switch they, back and forth. They quickly went away with that. The only reason that they did the natural webs coming out of his arms was because of the movie. Yeah. Um, and they did that during his uh, Reborn series. Reborn and uh, Ultimate started out with that as well. Yeah. I don't know what it is um, now. I don't know, like, Miles Morales is his natural? Uh, no, Miles Morales uses the web shooters that he got from that universe's Peter Parker. Okay. Before he died, right? Uh, right after he died. Uh, okay. Yeah, I remember they killed it, off it, Peter it, Parker it was, Miles Morales. It was, I think, it was Ant-Man, I think, Gwen Stacy that gave Miles his okay. I haven't got to read any of Miles, any Miles Morales. He's in the universe now. Yeah, I really want to check him out. I love the costume. He's dude. cool. Yeah. I, I read like the first ten of Ultimate Universe Miles mm-hmm. Morales, and then I was like, you know, I just kind of want to read Main Universe. Uh, yeah. But now that he's in Main Universe, I'm following him. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to. There's a really cool picture of uh, him with Captain America's shield and the last one that came out. Oh, really? Yeah. Has the has the new Civil War kicked off now? No, not yet. Uh, we're getting to the very end of Standoff. Okay. Um, which is interesting. I'm going to have to get you... I'm thinking about buying the new Civil War as it comes out. But I also don't want to give them money for it because I know it's just a cash grab. And I'm like, no, I'm falling for it. It's like they put, <laughs> it's like they put like the comic book underneath a box with a stick holding it up and a string attached. I'm like, oh yeah! And then I go for it and they, they pull the they, string they and I'm just stuck. Like, oh, I fucking deserve this. Like, I'm going to pay money for a comic book for the first time in a while. Get trapped in a box. Yep. Reading a shitty comic book. Oh no, the lead up to it, which is standoff is the lead up to Civil War, right. is really decent. Okay. Um, but anyway, back to uh, Spider-Verse. So, a long time ago there was this guy that talked to Peter and was like, hey, 
the Moreland or Moreland or whatever um, is going to come and eat you. And Spider-Man killed him. Mm-hmm. Well, find out that you can't really kill the guy. Yeah. He, anytime he dies, a clone of him with all of his uh, retaining memory comes back. Okay. Well, when he lets Cindy Moon out of her, uh, out of, like, she she took the opportunity to go into hiding. Right. Um, well, She's pretty much been in a cage her whole life, right? Or since the bite. Since the bite. Um, and her story is really interesting. I've been reading all of her comics as, they, as they've been coming out. Oh. Um and she's doing a lot more now with Spider Gwen and uh, Spider Woman. Yeah, I, I the what I had read uh, Spider Verse is where they team up for the first time. They don't really get along too well and mm-hmm. stuff. Having the Spider Gals hang out could be cool. Yeah, uh, from what I'm reading, I'm enjoying it so I far. I think Spider Woman is probably my least favorite out of the group. <laughs> <laughs> I've never got into Spider Woman. They have psychic powers. She can fly and okay. shit. Why? Why is she Spider Woman? They started this new universe with her being pregnant. Okay. Like her nine months pregnant, ready to pop. Okay. Who, four, four books in, she she has the baby. Who's the dad? I don't. I have not read them yet. Is it the thing? That'd be awesome. And <laughs> randoms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Luke Cage thinks it's him, and the guy comes. The kid comes out like covered in orange rocks. Like I think something's up. I think something's up. Sp- uh, Spider Woman and Luke Cage aren't together. No, I just, I just named a random superhero. Okay, I was gonna say that's Jessica Jones. You don't always have Power Man on the brain. No, although. He has, uh, he can control Chi now. Oh, really? Yeah. Kind of like Iron Fist? Yeah, in the new Avenger, or no, in the new uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comic that just came out, mm-hmm. um, he shows up and he's like, you know, I've learned from the best, don't tell, Ir- tell Iron Fist that. <laughs> and he touches uh, one of the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents' head and goes, oh, hey, uh, dude who I'm about to beat up, she has weird uh, energy. You might want to talk to her about it. Something's wrong with her Chi. And then he does a Kamehameha. And then he touches his head, and he's like, I'm part machine. He's like, all right, and then punches him. <laughs> Means you can take this. I don't want to kill him, man. Yeah, he's fighting Death Deathlock. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comics are good, too. Really? Yeah. Have you watched the show at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? I watched the first episode. It wasn't good. I I am halfway through the current season. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I gotta get caught up on fucking TV. Like, there's so much <laughs> nerdy TV to watch now. Uh, there is, and it, it's such a good time to be alive for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm this close to uh, stop, I'm gonna stop calling myself a nerd, though, because nerds are mean, Robert. They're all mean. But how do you mean? Listener interaction. What? L- listener interaction. Oh, and doing podcasts with you? One one person. He's really mean, Robert. One oh. person harasses <laughs> you. That nerds are kind of cynical, though, man. They really are. You mess eh. up the Green Lantern oath, and all of a sudden you're a dick. Eh, we were both tired. We said that before. That really and we have both admitted that we are not DC people. Nah, not really. Um, we are Marvel people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, any big Spider-Man team-ups that you can think of that you really want to talk about besides Spider-Verse? I guess that is technically the biggest fucking yeah, Spider-Man it, team-up. all of the Spider-Men from all of the alternate universes. Yeah. And they still have uh, a couple of the people that you hadn't seen before Spider-Verse mm-hmm. uh, together in their own own comic called Web Warriors. Oh, okay. Which is like Punk Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Gwen is part of it, Spider-Ham, which, Spider-Ham. Was, which is a cartoon in one of the universes, yeah. but he is a spider that got bitten by a radioactive pig. Yeah, of course. 
uh, he, he's using Spider-Verse from what I saw to be comedic relief. And he yeah. has done fairly well, but it th- sometimes it takes you out of your element when you see like three series <laughs> as Spider-Man swinging through and, and then a pig. pig dressed like Spider-Man <laughs> swinging right with him. A little strange. Uh, uh, but it's awesome. I did there say- was a manga one that could do like the Kamehameha shit. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, all of the different ideas for Spider-Man are awesome and something that they did amazingly well. They talked about the cartoons that have come out. They mentioned the movies that have come out, but they didn't actually show uh, them. It's like, hey, does that guy kind of look like uh, that guy from uh, uh, Brokeback Mountain? Yeah, that that's weird, right? Yeah, a little bit. And what about that guy? Uh, he, you catch him talking with a British accent on occasion? Yeah, I don't get it. I really don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, do you remember that there's this really weird Japanese show where Spider-Man had a mech? Yeah, they bring that in. Do they really? That's yes. fantastic. Um, yeah, they bring in the Spider-Man. They really go everywhere, huh? Yeah, they... Every Spider-Man that has ever been. I did, I did think they missed the a little bit That's the whole thing about the Spider-Verse. Opportunity. They keep on calling one of them Old Man Parker, right? Yes. And I, I, I didn't read the lead-up, so I once the big reveal, I didn't realize who the guy was. But honestly, while I was reading it for, with fresh eyes, I was hoping to God it was an alternate universe, uh, Ben, Uncle Ben. Read the fucking comic. Does it end up being Ben? Read the fucking comic. Did I call that shit, though? You can tell me. Yes. Woo! I'm the best! Good. Good. Okay, good. Because I was like, that needs to be Uncle Ben. And I saw, I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. This sucks. Uh, yeah, there, there's a Bruce Banner Spider-Man where he, instead of getting hit by gamma rays, got bit by a radioactive spider. Oh, okay. Still angry? Oh, always. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a purple outfit. Um, um, but, yeah, I... I really love that one because you see, like, the cartoon that we grew up with, mm-hmm. uh, they mention it. The original, like, six-bit comic strip that would come out in the Sunday papers, mm-hmm. that's in there. Cool, cool. Hmm. All right, well, we are over an hour in, and we've talked almost exclusively uh, comic books, so maybe you want to talk about the movies real quick? Uh, let's move they're... on to the end. Yeah, sure. To the end. To the end. Uh, what do you think of the original trilogy? I know th- uh, the first two. Um, We've already talked about the third one. We don't need to talk about it anymore. They came out when I was a kid. Yeah. I loved the first one. Yeah, um, I saw it day of. Yeah, least. same here. Um, love... I read the novelization of it. Really? Yeah, it's actually pretty good. See, I read the novelization of the X-Men uh, movie. Nerd. <laughs> I don't know why that's worse. <laughs> here's, the, here's the only thing I took out of it. Uh-huh. Uh Okay, so in the X-Men movie, you know where uh, Toad is sitting there holding on to, like, the railing using his tongue and Storm strikes the railing? Yeah. Uh, There's one line that is in the book that's not in the movie, and it's when that's happening, she goes, Hey, do you know what happens when a Toad gets struck by lightning? Let's find out. And then she strikes, and he's just like, Oh, jeez. Um, there's one thing that they added to the novel of the Spider-Man movie that made it a little bit better, uh, when, uh, he's in the hospital after Aunt May gets hurt. Yeah. Uh, somebody's trying to drag him out, because he can't, they can't have visitors. And, you know, in the movie, he has natural webs. Yeah. And so he, uh, sprays his own wrists to the chair, because he knows it's bolted down. Mm. So, like, he just, they can't move him and stuff. And, like, they're pulling him so hard that, like, his wrists around it are bleeding and stuff. He's digging his fingers in so much that they're starting to bleed. Because he's, he's going to be there for his aunt, and they can't stop him. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond that, it's the same fucking thing. But, yeah, that's how generally novelizations go. Yeah. I, I, I did... Uh, I loved the movie. I still like it. Uh, yeah. I, the Green Goblin being covered in battle armor is a little strange, but for, for, for what, what they went was, for, they hit it. Yeah. 
Uh, it's very hard to do that in a, that costume in a live action thing. I would like to see them retackle the Green Goblin in the new Spider Man movies. If they did. In the Amazing Spider Man 2. Okay, I'd like to see them do it right. It's garbage. I'd like we'll get there. Yeah, uh, I'd like to see them do it right. It, when was the last time you watched the, the first Spider-Man movie? Has it been fairly recent? It's been a couple years. Yeah, I watched it about two years ago, but what I realized, because I was a little more savvy you know, right. when I saw it when I was younger, the uh, the Green Goblin's dialogue and portrayal, yeah. very comic booky. Yes. And the transitions in film. like it's. I still enjoy the movie. Willem Dafoe, man. Dafoe. Creepiest book Yeah, he is, man. Yeah, so he works as a comic book villain very well. Okay, so there is this uh, YouTube channel. The reason I did the Whisper Defoe, okay. Defoe, I, it's compulsory. I apologize. Right. Um, it's because of this YouTube channel uh, called Just Some Random Guy, who he takes action figures and he does the Hi, I'm a Marvel, I'm a DC. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the shows that he did was called Goblin Blogging. Okay. And it was the Green Goblin if he had his own internet blog. Oh, okay. And so at one point he's talking about if they're it, he's reading mail and he's like if anybody was to play you except for Defoe Defoe who would it be <laughs> All right let's get this fucking straight No one can play me better than Defoe Defoe <laughs> All right <laughs> Like every time he says it it's like the whisper of his name but he's like but if I had to say uh, Dennis Leary <laughs> You have to go somewhere that people will believe us bad shit insane so yeah. it's, it's tricky to cast him You can't yeah. get the the young kid they got for fucking Amazing Spider-Man 2. That sure as fuck didn't work. I uh, know. But he played Harry Osborn. They skipped Norman Osborn being the Green Goblin. Yeah. None of it made sense. Uh, he just got general warts on his face. That's that's how he transformed. Okay. Did you not watch it? No. Oh, I own it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch I didn't... Amazing Spider-Man. I watched Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's the second one, yeah. I don't remember that at all then. I, rem- I, re- I remember when Stacy that... falling... Yeah. I remember she doesn't the just snag. trip and fall. No, I, I remember that something happens. They go for a full-blown being Peter Porker's fault, though, because her head just snaps off that floor. Yeah. It's garbage. It's garbage. Anyways, um, yeah, I love the first one. I like the second one, too. They do with the Spider-Man No More kind of storyline in that, where he, they even do shot for shot him leaving the Spider-Man uh, costume in a trash can in an alleyway and walking away from it. I used to have that on a t-shirt. Oh. Um, that was when I was really fat, though. <laughs> so I gave I gave all my fat clothes away to friends that were still fat. Thank you. But uh, the second movie, yeah, like I said, I really liked. Um, at the time, honestly, if I was going to sit down and watch a Spider-Man movie now, it would be the first one. I still like it better yeah. for some reason. Yeah, I would agree. I, uh, Spider-Man 2 still held as one of the best comic book movies of all time. I don't quite get it. Like, to me, it's not The Dark Knight or, uh, hell, it's not even, like, Captain America. No, but they, they I, I, to defend it, they did get Otto, the personality of Otto right. right. Yeah, they yeah. got the personality of, of Peter Parker and Spider-Man in that one mm-hmm. right. They did a good job portraying those two characters. But there's a better Spider-Man 2 already. The video game. Yes. Spider-Man 2, the, the movie of the game. One of my favorite games of all time, dude, just because they got <laughs> web-slinging so right, and it was an open world. Like, I would, I would turn on that game... I'm like, I'm going to do a mission. And I'd go to the web sling. And then you would just get distracted, I was right? for two hours. I was like, oh, well, got to go. And I'd be content. <laughs> like, I did good today. Yeah. I didn't like, do anything. Jump around, beat up a couple thugs, start swinging yeah. again. You got or, Bruce Campbell narrating the entire thing. Or you would hit, man. like, you would start web swinging, but you'd be too low, and the web would hit, like, a street light, and you would just sit there and spin, <laughs> spin around like crazy. Yes. Like, it was so much fun. It was, it was realistic in the sense that, like, in previous games... Your webs, your webs just go up in the sky, and you could, you could, and you could swing wherever. Anywhere, but you yeah. had to go off of buildings. Yeah, and, and you want to find the tallest building because yeah. then you can just jump off of it. 
Oh, yeah. And right before you hit the pavement, just whoop. Yeah, unless you miss, and then just splat. Yeah. That happened a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a very, I wouldn't be a very good Spider-Man. My timing sucks. Plus, I'm scared of heights. <laughs> so, like, I wouldn't... I'm sorry. The... If I knew that I had web cartridges, I would not be afraid of heights at that point. I don't know. I'd be too scared to find out if I was. Because if nothing else, I would web the building I just jumped off of and run along the side like, wee! Or just make an entire spider web, like, like yeah. you know, several stories above ground, so if you're going to fall... Yeah. No, do do it like on the second floor. You don't, you don't want to be Dick Grayson's parents, you know, where you just fucking splat <laughs> and create the. You want a safety under. web, right? Yeah. Turns out Two Face pushed you off the building and shit. <laughs> fucking Schumacher. Um. But yeah, I love that game. Um. Uh, so you the not... ultimate Spider-Man game, uh, which came out during around around the time you of the MTV, out. yeah, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man show, the really cel shaded one. Yes, yeah, uh, was done very well. I liked it. I, I have a couple episodes on DVD. My son watches it. Yeah, gets it well, I was talking about the video game. Oh yeah, the video game wasn't bad. You can play as Venom. That's fun. You can play as Venom. You can play as Spider-Man. Uh, you fight Wolverine as Venom at one point. Like you can eat him, and then he claws his way out of you. Yeah. Uh, what was the one that came out after that? It wasn't Web of Shadows. It was it was based on Venom. I can't remember the name of it. It was okay. Uh, the cool part was that where the bad guy was Venom, the symbiote would take over different villains and heroes. Like, you fight symbiote Wolverine. Right. That I, was cool. I know what one you're talking about, because um, yeah. it came out around the same time as the symbiotes taking over New York. Fuck, I think it was Web of Shadows, actually. No, Web of Shadows was the one through time. No, it's Shattered. Shattered Web. Yep, you're, you're right, right, right. Web of uh, wait, did you ever play that one? The one where you play as four different Spider-Men in no. four different eras? No. You haven't? I have not. We need to go pick it up, dude. Uh, I'd love to replay through but it. But 2099 and Noir Spider-Man, which both appear in that one, mm-hmm. are in Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. Um, it's 2099, Noir, Regular, and Ultimate. So, like, you'll be playing... Okay, so all of them, with the exception of Ultimate, because he died in Ultimate, yeah. are in it. Um, which, have you read that one where Peter Parker dies in Ultimate? No. Oh my god, heart-wrenching. I have it. And you've not read it? No. Heart-wrenching, dude. I'm sure it is now. There, there is... There's a three-part series, right? And if you put the covers together, it spells out Death of Spider-Man? I think so. Yeah, I have it. Um, But there, somebody did it on YouTube, where uh, they did like the moving comics, where just something in, in the, the background. Is just, and I know <laughs> no, no, but the, the voices that they did, like... He did a very good job. Turned into like a play guy now, like uh, essentially, and, okay. and it like it's heart wrenching. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and I didn't. I wasn't. Does he die in like Mary Jane's arms? Uh, it's either Mary Jane's or Aunt May's. Yeah. Like they I think get both there. They get there too. Like, like he finds out that the Sinister Six have found out who he is. Green Goblin has found out who he is, and that. He, Wait, so the uh, Ultimate Universe made the Sinister Six competent? Put yeah. Green Goblin on there. Okay. Yes. I do not like Ultimate Green Goblin at the beginning, at least. I don't know what they turned into. They're but. going to his home, which yeah. I think Johnny Storm is living with him at the time. Oh, um, you're gonna have so, a roommate, and so he races home to to fight them, so to save his family. But they're not there, mm. and he ends up fighting everybody and just getting the dog shit kicked out of him. Yeah. And Green Goblin actually picks up a truck because he's actually mutated in this one, mm. picks up a semi and slams it on him. And, bl- and he is in the epicenter of a semi exploding. And he survives it and beats everybody, but he's dying. There's yeah. no way that he's going to survive it, and he knows it. And so he fights with everything he has. It's full-blown adrenaline at that point. Yeah, just... and, it, and his family shows up, and 
he dies in their arms. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And it's right after that that Miles Morales mm. got bit by his spider. Has different abilities than Peter Parker did, but he does not have the intelligence to build his own web shooters. Right. And so, He's younger, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so Aunt May and, like I said, it's either Mary Jane or or Gwen Stacy, I'm not sure which, because um, I don't read, I didn't read Ultimate Universe all that right, much. Right, They give him uh, the uh, web shooters, and it was like, here is his formula on how he made his webs. We found it. Oh, the fluid? Yeah. Oh, okay. You're going to have to make your own. Well, that's cool. So he has to actually apply himself. And... Yes. Okay, cool, cool. I like that. Like I said, I've, I've always been interested in the character. just never took the time to read about it. Yeah, and now that he's in main universe, him and Peter Parker on occasion pal around. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. I like that. Um, and uh, Miles Morales is actually now part of the Avengers. Dude, I'm part of the Avengers. That's nothing. Uh, you know, it's uh, the current... It's like saying Wolverine joined your team. The current... You don't even have to ask him. Just say it. And he's like, yeah. yeah, sure, fuck it. The current Avengers without anything before Avengers, like new or ultimate or whatever. Because uh, there's like four different teams of Avengers. West Coast, East Coast. Yeah. Um, is Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, Miss Marvel, uh, the Falcon, Captain America, right? Falcon, Captain America, but the Miss Marvel is the. Um, Can we just call him Falcon America? <laughs> or sure. Captain Falcon? Uh, Why has he ever called himself Captain Falcon? Iron Man, Miss Marvel, which is the uh, Falcon Punch. She's the one that stretches. She's an Inhuman. I have no idea what you're talking about. Not stop mad. They're the kid that's from the Nova Corps. Okay. Uh, so Earth's Nova. new Nova, yeah. Um, Vision, John C. Riley, right? And female Thor. Okay, I haven't read anything with like female Thor or anything. Uh, it's interesting. In fact, Falcon, Captain America, none of it. It's... it. it's interesting because female Thor is actually Jane Foster. Oh, okay. She has cancer and she's dying, and so when she has the hammer, she's she fine. she's. Uh, she's fine, and she... Uh, she's also... She's a god. <laughs> she's experiencing life to the fullest in oh, okay. those moments. And so one of the things that happens in Avengers, uh, in the Avengers comic, is she... They're like, why do you fight as uh, as strongly as you do? And she goes, because I love life. Grabs uh, Falcon, Captain America, kisses him, and flies off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Huh. She's like, fuck it. I'm just enjoying life. So Nothing's like going to stop me. Norse god... Talks in the old style, dead serious story. You get this young juvenile kid. It's like woohoo, kind of, but it still works. No, I'm down with it. Like she's still cocky and arrogant. Change. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Did she just happen to find Thor's hammer and turns out she's worthy? Or Um, well, how Thor lost his hammer um, happens around the same time that Peter Parker finds out about Cindy Moon. Starts taking his marijuana pills, and all of a sudden he's not worthy. (laughs) Um, he uh. He, it all comes down to Nick Fury. Nick Fury has secrets on everybody. Yeah, and you find out that Nick Fury is the one that killed Uatu, because Nick, because uh, Uatu saw something that he wasn't supposed to see. Uh-huh. Nick Fury has been called the Watcher on the Wall, the person that keeps intergalactic things from fucking up Earth. Uh-huh. Like a couple things get through. That's why we have the Kroll Scree War. The scrolls keep invading, but the big ones. Nick Fury's been taken care of. He's actually a really old man, not the young guy that we've been seeing. Those are all LMDs. Really? Yes. It turns out Nick Fury's not Sam Jackson? Right. Really? Well, now he is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because... But, uh... 
the heroes go to confront him and he tells them all what's been going on and they decide to fight him anyway and Thor attacks him and he grabs Thor and just whispers something in his ear and whatever he whispered to Thor in his ear makes him unworthy and the hammer just drops and slams him to the moon and he can't pick it for the life of him he can't pick his hammer back up that's weird I don't like that no I well I mean what could he have said it doesn't make any sense, because he couldn't have been like, hey, I actually know a dirty secret. The hammer would have already known, which is one of the dumbest sentences I've ever said, now that I've said it. But the hammer would have known, right? Not necessarily. Yeah, no. Nah, because yeah. it's a person's own soul that the hammer realizes. So if he said That's something true. that dirties his soul... actually blocks something out yeah. to the point where he didn't believe it, yeah. or purposely forgot about it, maybe. Or if he just put something, some sort of doubt in his head, I could go with that. Yeah. Just like, you know, yeah. You'd fuck me, right? And he's like, oh, I'm dirty now! And, you know, <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. But yeah, I guess it could work. I mean, I don't hate it. Just but that, that's strange. how that's how Male Thor lost his <laughs> ability to carry the hammer. Mm-hmm. And I I I haven't read uh, the Thor comics all that much. Um, but yeah, I know that it's Jane Foster that is now the wielder of Mjolnir. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Uh, so regular Thor still not around. He's around. He's in Asgard. Okay. But he he's one on vacay. Kind of. Fuck it, I can't be a superhero. I'm just going home, chill. Like I said, I haven't read too much of the Thor comics. I, I bought Fallout 4 and I haven't like, been able to beat it yet, so I'm going to take like four <laughs> months off of superheroing and play through all of Fallout 4. Well, he may be done superheroing if he can't pick up the hammer anymore. And right now there's another Thor that's carrying the banner. Yeah, and but it, she has cancer. They've made it very clear. This is not a different Thor. This is Thor. She is Thor. Yeah. Like, you got thunder yes, and rock and roll. Th- this guy over here, yes, this is Thor. But this is Thor. Yeah. This girl is Thor. Yeah, it will will possess the power of Thor. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Now, they've okay. made that very clear, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, very much so. Um, all right, one one more thing I wanted to touch on. Are you planning on playing What's in the Box? Uh, I figured that we would wait for that for, for the part two. Okay. Expectations, man. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're doing this lead up to. Uh, what we're going to hope is the first great interpretation of Spider-Man on film. Yes, unle- unless you want to do a very specific episode of What's in the Box. Episode of What's in the Box? Or a, a round? round of What's in the Box. All right. Captain America versus Iron Man. One of us take one, the other... We'll have to flip a coin. I'm, I'm okay with that. Right. But because uh, the next episode of uh, Then and Now that we're doing is... And we're going full-blown theatrical versions? Yes. Since we're going to go see the movie? Yeah. Uh, do you want to do theatrical or do you want to do... Uh... I want to do theatrical. Okay. we've already seen the results of comic. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, also, I just found out I don't have a coin in my pocket. Uh, I don't either. I have a $1 bill. Uh, heads would be the the uh, Apple side. Yes. The R. Okay, he's going right. to flip them. You're going to edit this. I don't know because you're flipping a beer bottle cap. <laughs> I might leave it. I'll, I'll edit out the noise. Yeah. But yeah, that's probably... Call it in the air. Heads. Tails. Damn. All right. Who you want? Uh, I will take Captain America. Oh, really? I thought you were going to take Iron Man. No. I want Captain America. <laughs> That's why you wanted me to take Iron Man. Kind of, yeah. Uh, so because I chose, you go ahead and start. Well, you're at an advantage. You should start. You got to choose. Uh, I'll start. Um, who did I get? Iron Man? Yes. Okay. Uh, pure power. Iron Man wins. Okay. I'm going to say that now. Arc reactor in his chest. He can blast him away. Uh if he isolate theatrical, 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 going going into other shit. Okay, um, his suit in the movies has a insane targeting system. It would not be hard 
to send several missiles at once in different directions where Captain America's shield could not stop them. Not to kill him, but to knock the shield out of his hand. Because once his shield is not in his hand, in the movies, Iron Man could take him. Because he could just fly him up, just punch him in the head until he's unconscious. Yeah, Captain Captain America has more heart. Iron Man has more brains. Tony Stark's a genius. Okay? Um, And, I mean, all those fellas, like I said, arc reactor in his chest is fucking blown away. And to be fair, in the movies, he has a fleet of suits that he can control through a computer. Uh, not with Jarvis anymore, but when, Wednesday? Friday. Friday. It was a day of the week. I was close. Saturday? <laughs> S-A-T-U-R. You done with round one? Yeah, go ahead, man. Okay. Uh, yes, Tony Stark is smarter, but uh, the AI that he is now using is not as good as Jarvis was. He says that flat out. Yeah. Uh, one. This is backup. Two. Uh, he is not a strategist. That is not where his... Uh, intelligence lies. His intelligence lies in more the I can build stuff, I can think my way around things, but not in a battle. In a battle, he's very much I'm either in your face or I'm blasting you from afar. Whereas Cap. Sorry, hold your place on your argument, but when you walked in tonight, I was sitting on my bed with my son building a, a Hulkbuster power suit, or not power suit, that's Fallout. But the Hawkbuster armor out of Legos, and you walked in, I was like, how's it going? I was like, fucking Legos. They're like, sweet. I was like, no, it doesn't take Tony Stark this long to design a new fucking suit. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Just uh, want to throw that out there. But Captain America is a strategist. Like, his actual experience in real war has made him have to be a strategist in order to keep the people that don't have the powers that he has be able to fight the people with powers that he has and keep them alive. So him being able to strategize his way around a battle uh, gives him the one up on Iron Man. Yeah, his shield is a great tool, but he's proven time and time and time again that he does not need that shield in order to be the man that he is. He is Captain America. The shield is just a symbol. You just went like a poetic thing. Go out on you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, well put. I'll give you that. But to say that he's not uh, very strategic is, uh, I think, a misstep. Think about the first Avengers movies, because we're only going theatrics. You cannot bring in comic books. Uh, right. Uh, where he's, I mean, like, Loki shows up and he stalls him to the point where he his suit's ready. You know, oh, it's not a great plan, you know, because we have a Hulk and a God and blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, so he can come up with these plans on the fly. And it's not like Captain America's going to sit down for a week and come out with a perfect plan. He still goes by the heart. And what, we, what have we learned now? Tony Stark now has a heart as well. That's a quote from the movie, bitch. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I mean, in that part, I think on equal levels, it comes to pure power and, you know, determination. And Tony Stark will not be proven wrong. Um, if anything, he would create something else that would kill Captain America and then, you know, almost destroy the universe and then have to save it. <laughs> you know. Uh, once again, when it comes to battle, though, yeah, he is able to think his way around stuff. He knew that it would take so long for his suit to be ready and he was able to banter. Let me stop you there. Nothing? I win! What does it that would work? I thought you had something it to did. say, goddammit. I'm going to leave that dead air in. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you kept your hands in the same place and everything. You're like, because you're president talking at me right now with all your hand motions and shit. And he just froze. He's got something good to say. I didn't. I just want to fuck with you. Oh, Goddammit. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Go ahead. So yeah, he's able to banter and all that. But yeah. when it comes to actual battle, mm-hmm. most of his strategy comes from his computer. I mean, once again, let's take Avengers 1, the the Leviathan. He tells Jarvis... through one? No, he tells Jarvis, hey, find me the weak points. Yeah. 
he would not be able to do that. But look at Cap in that same movie. Cap is on the ground fighting the Jatari. Yeah, that are one one millionth the size. What a badass. But here's the thing. He's on the ground. He's able to control the full situation around him. He's sitting there talking to cops. Hey, I need you to go back to 32, set up a perimeter, uh, get these people into the sewers, get these people over here. And the guy's like, why should I believe you? And then, like, Ten Jatari jumped down, and he beats the shit out of him, and just looks at the guy, and the cop goes, all right, we're going to set up a perimeter at 32. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Great he's, scene. He's able to not only keep his own in a battle and keep himself very strategically held, but keep people safe while doing it. Through and through, he is the hero of these stories. He is able not only to have the battle prowess, uh, have the strategic mind, uh, but in the end, he maintains the aspect of hero. Tony Stark taking out the Leviathan, taking you know, doing all this, he ends up putting a lot of people in danger. Now, yes, I understand that this is a who would win in a fight, but let's keep the hero aspect in it as well. Oh, of course, yeah. We're assuming they're fighting for a reason. Yeah, and so in, in the movie, this, they're going to fight for a reason. And so in this, Even I have to give lucky. it to Cap. <laughs> well, yeah, you're going to give it to Cap because you chose it. Um... Oh, wait, are we done arguing? Yeah, that's round two. Let's just keep going a little bit. Formalities, this is fun. Okay. Because we didn't just, this isn't, we weren't forced to choice, I was forced to choice, but they're both good choices, so fun. Yeah. Let's each take one more. Uh, sure. Right? La- if, last if okay round. It, Final round. Because the whole time I was talking, I forgot that Iron Man 3 was a thing, because I didn't really care for it. Iron Man You pro- specifically mentioned it. Not Iron Man 3. Yes, you did. Oh, the flock of suits. Not only the flock of suits, but the fact that he has a heart now. Is that from 3? I thought it was yes. from Avengers. Oh. Oh, good. I've only seen it once. I thought it was from the fucking first Avengers movie, or Iron Man 2 or some shit. Mickey Rourke, right? No. Uh, but uh, in that, he proves that he doesn't even need a suit. He's a ninja. Like, he just puts on a hoodie, has all these, he turns into Batman, pretty much, it, with all these gadgets and stuff. So even away from his suit, which Captain America honestly doesn't really have him away from, unless he does the sneaky handshake thing from the comic books, but we're not bringing that in. Um... But he doesn't. Uh, he as well does not need a suit. Like Captain America, yeah, he doesn't need a shield. I was just hoping that you didn't have legitimate reasons as to why not. Even though, of course, you would, because <laughs> uh, that's a big part of Winter Soldier. Yeah, you know him not needing. Uh, fuck it. Let's not take rounds. Let's just talk about it now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so are we, are we we're not going to come to a winner. Okay. I mean, obviously. If you're at home and you're listening and you would like to put in a vote, we're not going to say legitimate winner, but. We would but, like to. We would like to know. Argument. What, yeah, yeah, we would like to know what you guys think. Or fuck it. Who do you want to see win? We're yeah, not gonna, we're not going to see a winner. But like, if you're going to watch these guys fight, who do you want to see get the KO? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, he does prove that like he can do that ninja shit. I didn't care for that part of the movie, but it, and that means in the established universe that he can kind of do the shit outside of his suit. And when he can't, he always find always finds a way to get to his suit, or for yeah. his suit to get to him. You know. And, you know, uh, Hulkbuster armor, I didn't even bring that in. Like, he has it for Thor, but... I mean, or, not Thor. The Hulkbuster armor is actually meant to beat up the Hulk, it turns oh, out. You, you don't Weird, say. right? Uh, so, I mean, he can bust out shit like that. He doesn't have to be in a stereotypical suit, you know? Yeah. Which he can just carry in a briefcase, which is actually still a cool scene from Iron Man 2. I know people shit on that movie. I kind of... I like it. It's a good time. It's not a great movie, no. None of them are honestly, like, badass, great films. They're a shit ton of fun, and if you grew up with the material, they're ten times better. Yeah. So even an Iron Man 2 is still enjoyable. Uh, Iron Man 2. I even kind of got into Thor 2, honestly. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Seeing uh, Loki, not, because of Loki, it's Loki the movie. Yeah, there's not been a cinematic, a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie that I've seen to, so far that I've not really liked. Like I said, um, I'm not much on Iron Man 3, but I didn't hate it. I, I didn't hate Iron Man. I actually liked Iron Man 3. Did you? Um, and there was a... You, you like Super Pepper Pots? Okay, that was the one thing that I was like, really? Yeah. But aside from that, it was a good movie. Honestly, the Mandarin Swarm didn't bother me. The, okay. Because Ben Kingsley was so enjoyable. No, like, no. I love Ben Kingsley. Here, here's something awesome. So they actually came out with a, another a small little video of Ben Kingsley talking like during an interview. And he's like, oh yeah, I was doing this, I was doing this. And then somebody from the Five Rings actually starts murking all of his people around him and says, the real Mandarin wants to see you. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, that's on YouTube. Like it's like, Hail to the King. Really? Okay. Yes. You were watching that after Yeah, is, is it just like a cut scene from the movie? Uh, it's either a cut scene from it the would, movie it or would, it's an extra on the DVD, it but It would it's ruin amazing. the big reveal, so I could see why they'd take it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, that part didn't bother me, because, like, when he gets busted, it's funny. Oh, uh, yeah. It's well done. Like, And honestly, I don't love the Mandarin. Right, but it, it was th- something created by Marvel. The Hail to the King is something created by Marvel, which means that the real Mandarin is still out there in the cinematic universe. No, it turns out the Mandarin was the guy that could create no. the fire. No, incorrect. Well, this takes place like afterwards? Yes. Because yeah, he lives. Okay, really? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. You're way too excited about I'm this. super excited. <laughs> you are. You're all <laughs> smiles. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> but, uh, okay, no, that's cool. But all in all, like they're really even matched in the uh, in the Marvel universe. Yeah, very much so. But, um, um, but going into stealth, this is personally I like Captain America more. That's why I kind of want him. <laughs> He's one of my favorite superheroes. I love Iron Man too. But I mean, to be fair, Iron Man wasn't really relevant. Until I I love the cinematic Iron Man, comic Iron Man. I cannot stand. I He's cannot great, stand right? Tony Stark in the comic book realm. He doesn't have the charm. Uh, he, the charm well, of still, Iron Man is Robert Downey Jr., he, honestly. He's still supposed to have charm, but everything he does... Kind of dickish. Yeah. Like, I, I don't see Tony Stark, Iron Man, as a hero. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, they paint him the same way in the movies. Everything he does almost kills everybody. But it's always an honest mistake. Yeah. And he's always, like, there to help save the day. Yeah, I mean, l- let's look at the comic book Civil War series, the original one that came out. He kind of becomes a megalomaniac, a war profiteer, but he does it all in the name of good and justice while trying to take out his best friends that he's had for years. Right. How is That's why of... seeing Captain America go a little dirty. Yeah. You know, where he does the handshake where he zaps his armor so it doesn't work and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's... Like, you never thought you'd see Captain America do it, and it's almost right. uncharacteristic. But he's so pissed off at that point, and he honestly thinks that he's proving a point. He, too, thinks he's on the right side, of course. Yeah, both of them, like, that's the good thing about the comic book uh, Civil War series. And if you want to know more, listen to our previous episode, but... most I think almost everybody has a star most listened to episode. Yeah, but, you know, when it comes to the comic books, like, just to see the links that both sides would go, and both of them thinking that they're right, and in all honesty... As an outside reader, being able to see both sides. Yeah. I can see Captain America's side in the aspect of the heroes, but I can see Iron Man's side in the aspect of the civilians. civilians. Yes, well put. Um, yeah, no, I agree. you got to think of all the casualties that led up to this. Like he's, Captain, or Iron Man's not really seeing just the the both sides of it. He's seeing the aftermath and the destruction that uh, not making this choice before that has caused. Right. Uh, and, but then you got Captain and, America just being like, I didn't do it. <laughs> We're not all like that as a rookie. Well, Ca- Captain America in the comics, and I think in the movie, is if we weren't there, many more would die. 
Yes, there's destruction that kind of follows what we do, but that destruction is not caused by us. We actually minimize it. Mm -hmm. Where um, Iron Man in the comic is people that don't have training. While, yes, they minimize a lot of the stuff that happens, there's still unnecessary risks that are happening that are causing harm. And you always have that one in a million chance of them, you know... Fucking nuking a school. Yeah, which happens. That's what starts right. the Civil War in the comics. Is a couple of teen superheroes take on somebody that they were not ready for and didn't have the training for, and it ends up killing six hundred and forty-eight people, including mm-hmm. sixty kids that were at a school. And from what we're getting in the movie so far through trailers, the causes have been changed to Bucky, which is kind of weak. But also well, not- Tony Stark joining that side because of him almost. You know, killing everybody a couple of, for creating Ultron. Yeah. For creating Ultron, which uh, the Latveria or not Latveria, uh, yeah, the stu- the events that happened in Avengers one, two, Thor two, uh, Thor one, not so much because that was maintained to a very small town, um, but Iron Man one definitely that happened in the middle of a city, and that and was his own technology turned against them. Still, yeah, like every is Tony Stark in every Iron Man movie has pretty much fought himself. In, and, in and one the aspect Avengers, or another, they've all been fighting Iron Man in a sense. Yeah, Iron so Man. So this is one, just a literal he, he interpretation. The Ironmonger. Yes. Uh, in Iron Man two, he fought a bunch Whiplash. of. Uh, well, not in just, Iron Man armor. <laughs> not just Whiplash, all the suits, yeah. but all of the different Iron Man suits yeah. that was created by his rival. Yeah, and I, three, I guess technically they strayed away from that a little bit. Uh, three, they strayed away from that, um, but. It was still caused by him just years before he was Iron Man. Oh, yeah, being a dick to a random guy. Yeah, being a dick to a random guy who ended up founding AIM. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and even in the Avengers, you know, it's all it all comes back to Tony Stark. So him stepping up and being like, I need to be checked. I'm not just saying everybody else. Me, Iron Man. I need to be checked. Yeah. You know, or put in check. You know, it's one of those things where there is no right side. Which is what's so beautiful about the comic, and I hope about the movie that's about that we're going to talk about next week, mm-hmm. um, is no matter what angle you look at it, you're right. They're right, and at the same time, they're wrong. Yeah, they're wrong in the fact that they go to extremes, and they're both self-centered. If you think about it, yes and no. In in this cause, anyways. In this cause, they're both Neither self-centered. of them are really willing to see both sides of it until Captain America folds in the end. In the comic, yes. Yeah. Uh, and the only reason that he... Full, he he still says at the end that he believes in what he was fighting for, but he lost his way in the fact that he stopped... He was helping destroy a city. Yeah. He I, sees I, that. I know? mean, when he gets tackled, and I co- we covered this in... Our Civil War War episode, episode. but he gets tackled by two police officers, an EMT, and a firefighter, firefighter. and he's like, no, I'm doing this for you, and they're like, look around you, and that's the first time that he looks and sees the destruction that his, that him fighting has caused. Which, if you think about it, they're just mad because they're in overtime, and they want to go home. They're lazy, (laughs) alright? Captain America's a fucking hero. (laughs) Um, But, you know, he gets tackled by, quote, real world heroes. Yeah, yeah. And Which is a real, a real powerful statement. Yeah, and one that doesn't fall on deaf ears to Captain America. Either. No, and not in the least bit. And that's when he finally says, "Okay, you're you're right." While yes, I believe in what I'm fighting for, I've gone about it the wrong way. Right. Going back to him fighting dirty. I'd rather lose than cause more destruction. Right. Yeah. 
He's the Boy Scout. I mean, yeah. through and through, and he loses himself a little bit. The guy you're rooting for is technically not up to his normal level, because he is... I mean, he's betrayed himself a little bit in the yeah. storyline, and it's not until the end that he realizes that. It's, yeah. it's really well I done. Mean, at a certain point, you know, you see a lot... In the comics, you see a lot of the other characters go, what is wrong with him? He, like, the people that are on his side going... He's becoming an extremist. Except for the Punisher. Punisher's like, I just want to fucking hug that guy. Yeah. You but USA. <laughs> the, the people that were with him from the beginning are like, he's becoming an extremist. Right, right. Like, it, especially after the whole uh, fight where he starts fighting dirty, and but he ends up getting beat, like, bloody and swollen. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he, like, it just doubles down his will to win. Yeah. Not, not to win the metaphorical fight of this is right and wrong, but just to beat it's not, Iron Man. He's not doing it just to win the war. He's doing it to win the fight. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's where he's wrong. That's right. where both of them are wrong. Absolutely. It comes too personal. Yeah. But, uh, all right. So, we're going to go in and see this movie uh, together. Yeah. Supposedly. We've been saying that a lot. <laughs> no. God damn it. Yeah. It's going to happen. It has to, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, the Saturday that it comes out, we're seeing the matinee. Do you think... They will pull the trigger and kill off a main character. Oh! Because, spoiler alert, in the Civil War run, Captain America dies at the end of it. Yeah, in the Civil War comic book... He gets sniped. He gets sniped. And um, shot more. But, not it, yeah, gets shot in the stomach six times by his girlfriend, Peggy. Of course. Peggy Bundy. Uh, uh, from Married with Children? No. Um... But yeah, so I mean, and that added a lot of potency to the story. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily need it, but it's a hell of a bookmark and it's very rememberable. It yes. made newspapers, it made headlines. I still have the clippings. Yeah. Uh, um, do you think? Because to me, in this, honestly, if they want to do go balls to the wall with it, uh, I would have Tony Stark die in the end. You would have Tony die. I would. Why? Why Tony? Nobody'd see it coming. Honestly, shock value alone, I think, would make it worth the price of admission. Also, uh, and I'm not saying I want to see it, because I, I love Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Everybody does. He's uh, He sells a lot of tickets, and honestly, Avengers 3 might suffer because of it. But you'll also, and going into Avengers 3, you'll have Captain America losing his best friend. Yeah. You'll have him distraught. You'll have him more vengeful than ever, probably. I think no matter what, if Cap doesn't die, somebody that he's close to, whether it be Tony Stark or Bucky... Is going to yeah, but like honestly, think about Bucky. I don't think I'd care. I would because here's why I would care. Here's why I would care if Bucky dies. If Bucky dies, then everything that he's been fighting for for the last three movies is gone. Mm. He's not an important character in the fact that he's been around a lot. He's an important character in the fact that this has been Cap's fight. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Uh, like in the trailers, it, uh, all it does is make it look like a War Machine's going to die. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets not, injured. I don't think he's going he to He does die. get injured in the trailer. shows him down in the field and right. Iron Man holding him. Right. But that, I don't think that would be powerful enough. And I don't think Bucky would be powerful Right. Enough. If, who, okay, if... And I swear to God, if they kill off Hawkeye, I'm rioting. Right? Uh, if they could kill the Vision, but it'd be too soon. Here, here's the two Iron aspects Man. I see. If they kill someone who's not Iron Man or Captain America then, depending on how they do it, it could be a big thing. Okay, we know it's not going to be the Hulk because he's not in it. Right. Thor's not in it. Thor's not in it. Uh, Black Panther's too new and he's getting his own movie, so we know he lives. Right, Spider-Man's Spider-Man's getting it, yeah. 
God, if they killed Spider-Man, I'd burn that bitch down. Um, they're not going to kill uh, Hawkeye or... Scarlet Witch. Or, I was going to say Black Widow. Oh, Black Widow. Scarlet Witch, I don't think they'll kill either because... Because she's still too new. Not that. And so it, is Quicksilver, and it, they killed his ass off. But because she already lost her brother, I think they'll keep her in. Yeah. She's a little too powerful, right? Oh, uh, not for what's coming up. Oh, for Galactus. Yeah. That is not right. Thanos. Thanos. Galactus. Oh, dear God. I um, wish they could pull off Galactus on screen, though. I love <laughs> Galactus, dude. Um, but for what's coming up, she's not too powerful. I think that she'll be needed. Dude, in the trailer, she's going toe-to-toe with the Vision. The Vision. And do you think, so that, I'd say, I'd do you say, think that they're going to do the romance between them? I, that hadn't crossed my mind. Because in the comics, they get married. It shows them going toe-to-toe in the trailer. Yeah, and her actually holding her own. So she's going to end up being very badass because now she's going to have training beforehand. She yeah, did. she's getting training from Cap. Yes. So you know she's going to be badass in this movie, but God, the aftermath could be them boinking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you used that phrase, but... <laughs> wow, you you just went back to third grade. Yeah, well, that's how I feel right now because that's exciting. <laughs> seeing a chick bang a robot, I guess, is what I'm saying technically. <laughs> but no, seeing a romance... That's is called great. a vibrator. Is it? <laughs> Uh, um, but they, um, but if they actually went for that storyline, that'd be fantastic. Just yes, it's, it's kind of deep cuts, you know. But it's something there for the true reader, right? But as I was saying, if if they kill off somebody that's not Cap or Iron Man, depending on how they could do it, it could be big. I honestly don't think they'll kill off either. I really don't. If they kill off Cap or Iron Man, then I think that there there's going to be an after credits button at the end of Stephen Strange. Where he finds them. They're still alive after all. No, they're dead, but he can bring them back. Oh, Doctor Strange can you mean? Okay, yes. okay. Uh, I haven't watched the Doctor Strange trailer yet. Have you? Yes. Is it good? Does it look good? It looks good. It's very trippy. It's very trippy. It needs to be, honestly. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. I'm not much on Cumberbatch, really. I like I him. I haven't I seen like him do anything. I've never watched Sherlock. Oh no! So I've never seen him in anything I liked. I've seen him in Star Trek Two. <laughs> uh, you need to watch Sherlock because that's where he the really shows his, that's where he really shows off his acting prowess okay. he's an amazing actor that just shows him being a pompous British man though yes and no which is kind of him probably in real life I don't know I mean he might be a nice guy I've never met him from the interviews but, I've seen he seems really nice yeah actually no he's funny I've seen him in interviews that's true yeah but like I said I've just never seen him be great in anything but that's my fault for you, not going out and seeing his movies you, I suppose yeah wa- watch a couple more things besides just that He he's a damn good yeah, actor and I am super excited to see him in that well they but, pulled all the BBC shit off of Netflix so I can't watch it, it it's him in training to be Stephen Strange is what the trailer is oh really okay. yeah and so like he's like I don't believe in all this mystical bullshit that you're talking about and the girl touches his head and his soul flies out of his body and he looks at his soul like what the fuck and Does like, it look he, funny oh yeah and he oh, goes yeah, through okay. all this trippy shit and he comes back to his body and he's like train me <laughs> like, okay cool yeah like I said it can be funny he's been funny in interviews and stuff so if he can pull off that sense of humor and stuff then hell yeah I'm down yeah I was never a huge Doctor Strange fan because I never really got in the mystical side it's, of comic books it's you know? interesting and weird and that's what it needs to be and if they're going to do like if they're ever going to do a death and rebirth which comics are kind of known for right then Stephen Strange is the way to do it what do you mean if they already have Bucky <laughs> uh, the bitch died in the first Captain America movie uh, yes and no no he, he get the fuck died out of him I'm talking about straight up died no questions about it died you mean like falling off of a mountain? No. Because there was water. <laughs> a real death. There Not a boo-boo. Where they see him die. Yeah. 
They can hold his body. This person I'm holding above my head is dead. Why, Steve Rogers Why? gets shot in the face. Yes. Yeah, okay. If, yeah, I can it, see that. if they were to do that and bring him back in some way, then Stephen Strange is the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll give you that. Uh, I don't think they could borrow the Lazarus pit off of uh, Raza Ghoul, so yeah. That's yeah, that's kind of a DC. Right. right. No, we're borrowing it. It's okay. We'll, we'll give it back when we're done. Uh, like, we also we know it won't be Ant Man because he has another movie coming out. Yeah, with the Wasp. With the Wasp. Cool. But there have been multiple Ant Man, Ant Man, Ant Mans. Yeah, but the other one is already established in the movie and old. That's true. Yeah. You know, Hank um, Pym. So yeah, there's only legitimate worry for what the Iron Man and Cap, right? Because there's no new I, Iron Man. Movie Iron Man, out. Cap, Bucky, and this is the last Cap Iron movie. Patriot. Iron Patriot. Uh, War Iron, Machine. War Machine. Um, I guess he's Iron Patriot in Iron Man 3. Yes. Keep on forgetting that's a fucking movie. Yes, I wasn't wrong. <laughs> he's in the gray armor in the movie. I've seen it in the trailers. We've not seen the movie yet. I've seen the trailers. Okay. Try it. Anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, I don't think they'll kill off either, because it would be a huge hit to uh, Avengers 3. But, I mean, it's going to be like a lot of space shit and stuff, and who doesn't fit in that kind of story? Captain America. They could go full-blown comic book and actually I disagree, because Captain America's whole thing is fish out of water now. How out of water can you be? Because he went under ice before the moon landing. That's true, yeah. Yeah, I guess it could go there. I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, I'd be a little pissed off if they killed the Falcon, because I want some more Falcon. I yeah. haven't seen enough of him. He's fun in it, man. If, if He's great in, in uh, the opening of Captain America 2, where, Cap where Steve Rogers... Oh, let me finish real quick. Sorry. Where Steve Rogers is lapping him on the track. Yeah. That on person with him is good enough to make me fall in love with the character. Like, I really <laughs> like the Falcon. And the Falcon has some big history behind him, and they made him look way less stupid in the movie than he did in his original comic book run. Yes. If Cap goes down, mm-hmm. I want to see... Uh, Bucky and Falcon just standing beside each other looking at the shield. I want that to be the last shot. If, of, they, went, if they go Bucky, I riot. Well, he was Captain America. I know. That's why I riot. I was not a fan of that run. A shiny shiny Captain America. Fuck that. But the, them just the looking at, this, at the shield, look at each other, and then just cut to black right that there. Cool. That could be cool. Yeah, I'd be not that. Yeah, that means we could get Falcon Captain. Right? Captain Falcon in uh, Avengers 3, man. Falcon Punch! Yeah, I should make that joke earlier and you talked over me, <laughs> you ass. Just fucking end it, you're fine, go ahead. No, you said Falcon Captain earlier. No, I'm I pretty said sure. You're... Did you? Yes, oh. you were talking over me. I, th- I don't think that I uh, registered it as uh, You usually Nintendo. don't want to talk. No, the other Captain Falcon. I thought you were just talking about Captain America Falcon. No, let's just call him Captain Falcon. I didn't register Nintendo, you did. Oh, you didn't? Why? No. I tried yelling Falcon Punch, you talked over me. I don't need to hear your speaker, man. <laughs> anyway, your name is... Well, hold on. If you want to get a hold of us, thennowpod at yahoo. Uh, check out the website, uh, thennowproductions.com, where you can uh, check out Danny's uh, Danny and his brother's podcast, Hold, hold My Beer. beer. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the second episode of it, which the ending is hilarious. You're, you're also in a... I actually edited the uh, clusterfuck where there's five of us in here. Yeah. Really funny. Is it? Really funny. We tricked Chris into yelling, fuck Jewish hats. <laughs> See, I've, I've just determined that anytime I'm on it, I get belligerently drunk. So we I don't remember also the drunk. Like, I didn't remember it. I was like, <laughs> I went down to edit the next episode. I was like, this is going to be unusable. Shana caught me cackling <laughs> while I was editing because I didn't remember. It was all fresh to me. I was like, oh, hey, I said something funny. Oh, Robert said something funny. Oh, Nikki said something funny. Oh, Kelly said something funny. Oh, Chris said something funny. Like, it's, it's actually really good. We all play <laughs> off each other a decent amount. 
Uh, they do make fun of you at the beginning, kind of harsh. Yeah. But none of them know you. Yeah. <laughs> so you're fair game, well, I suppose. Uh, I think it's Kelly, uh, the the guy that at one point was like, hey, you, you, you keep using the Lord's name in vain. Can, well, can you stop that? And I was like... Fuck that, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, that's Kelly. Um, he uh, He's also a preacher, though. Oh, is he? Yeah. So am I. I told you that on the podcast. You said the same thing. Oh. I was also you know drinking what? on that podcast. This, I'd like to point out. This Wednesday, Robert, you should listen to the new episode of Hold My Beer, because <laughs> it'll be fresh to you as well. Jeez. I've had, I edited out the part about him yelling at you, cursing, because everybody else went silent. It was really awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... So that's a little behind the scenes for you there. Yeah, also find uh, us on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, find us on Twitter or Facebook. <laughs> I think that's where that was going. Um, if you want to contact us, you can do it through our website, thennowpod at yahoo.com. Or There's you can, this nice little contact button. Yeah, or you can use the contact button on uh, thenandnowproductions.com. Uh, and that goes directly to our email. We look forward to hearing from you. Not you, Jordan. All Never of you. Never you, Jordan. <laughs> Uh, and that's our time for this week. Uh, join us next week where we cover the rest of and, and then now... The rest of and? What's going to be the rest of and? I don't know. We'll think of something. No, we're going to be all like, we saw the movie! Okay. Or, so we saw the movie. Join, join us for the now portion of our Spider-Man discussion next week when we see Civil War. Uh, your name is... Danny Mullins. Your name is... Robert Foley. Uh, uh go, go, go watch the movie too. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Flip, flip, motherfuckers. <laughs>